When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, that is us. Good evening, everybody. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, right here on Fox Sports Radio. You want to be part of the show, Aaron underscore Torres. I've been stinking genius one. How you doing tonight, Torres? Arnie Spanier, I'm great, my man. How you doing? I'm doing well. You know what? Real quick, I, I just want to say something before we actually start the show. We do have a lot to get to. Okay. Um, and I, and I speak for Aaron on this. Our thoughts and prayers go out to the people. Um, the family and, and people were still looking for under the rubble of the Miami apartment complex condominium um, that uh, came crumbling down. Absolutely tragic uh, and just 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 heartbreaking to see um, and obviously trying to do the best we can. But uh, still a lot, a lot of people unaccounted for. And, um, you know, I was just watching the news about that, and I just was thinking about them because we have an easy job, and um, we have a lot of fun here, and we have to remember there's a lot of serious stuff going on out there, and I just wanted to bring that up to start off the show, Aaron. Well, thank you for bringing it up, Arnie, and I uh, obviously second what you said. Uh, yeah, it is a crazy world. There's so much going on that this I, – I don't think it's gotten the coverage that it deserves. I mean, 156 people mm. remain missing. 
Um, you know, I, I believe it's somewhere in the neighborhood of, of eight, nine, ten, somewhere in there have passed away because of this. And so that, you know, confirmed, obviously. And so so it's a very scary, surreal deal. I don't think it's gotten enough coverage. And so I appreciate you yeah. bringing it up, Arnie. All right. No uh, easy way to transition. But like I said, you want to be part of the show, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm a stinking genius one. By the way, I tweeted you earlier in the week. You didn't make any comment um, when I was telling you about that uh, new TV show that they're writing about my life, that they're being shopped around to all the networks. I thought you would uh, – maybe you're a little jealous or something about it, but – um, no comment about a, a new TV show about my life or what? I'm trying to think of something clever to come back with, but uh, <laughs> nothing's immediately coming to mind. Because, well, you know, either I, I think I should either play myself in the TV show or obviously the, the two people that come to mind, everybody's thinking like me, The Rock or Vin Diesel or somebody like that, right? Well, Vin Diesel is 5'4 and bald, so that's not too unapplicable. <laughs> but we look pretty much what, the what same is this from story? the neck down. Go, yeah. Okay, <laughs> T- TMI, but <laughs> what, what is this story? Because I'm not going to lie. Uh, it's, I, it's, like a, it's like a WKRP type type thing but uh, it's based on my experiences in um you know in uh, one of the uh, jobs I used to have in Phoenix Arizona so and the person who wrote it um was my uh co-host so we we had a lot of fun and where is this going to be on like local access tv no no or? we it, it's just being chopped around now it's got a long way to go don't uh, you know don't we still have to get casting and all kinds of stuff. It still has to be picked up. So I'm just going to let you follow along the way. This has been in the makings for like over two years. I all I'm, I'm on your Twitter feed right now, and all I see is a video of you missing jump shots and a bunch of pictures <laughs> of Vermont. So I don't know when this 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 story got posted, but yeah. I don't. I, I'm, uh, well, I'll keep you updated. Look, we do have a lot to get to. Like I said, Aaron underscore Torres. I've been sticking genius one. I wrote off the Clippers after the first three minutes of the game. I go, well, this isn't going to happen. The Suns are going to run away with this. They're going to win this game by 20. It's it's not even going to go ahead and be close. And, uh, of course, right now, the Suns lead 69-66, about to start the fourth. The Suns can't lose this game. You can't blow a lead like this. You had them in the first half. You had your uh, foot on their throat. They've got to end this there's no way they could lose this one and feel good about themselves going into game number five absolutely for people who are driving around now Suns were up by nine after the first quarter up 14 at halftime and the Clippers have significantly cut into that lead as you said it's now a five-point deficit for the Clippers with 1170 or 1170 1120 to go 7166 as I said I'm 100% with you, Arnie, and I know there's this cliche of the series doesn't start until the home team loses, but this was one you had in the bag. Um, You were in control of this game, and if you give this away, this does feel like a momentum-swinging type game if you can't close this one out. Now, before I even bring up how Paul George is doing and how they just look so sloppy in the first half, I got to say, I thought there was only something wrong with Kyrie's knee. I didn't know he had other major injuries uh, to himself. Did you know that, Torres? Did you know other the other injuries to him or what? You're all over the place tonight. Go ahead. I'm just. I don't even know if well, I have the co-host I, tonight. Go well, ahead. I'm, I'm just bringing it up because they showed a picture of him on the screen when the Clippers were making a run, and he just was looking there, no, not it was doing Ka- anything. Kawhi, you said Kyrie, which oh, I'm sorry, oh, led I'm me sorry. to a lot of I'm confusion. Sorry. Led me Excuse to a lot me. of confusion. I'm, I'm like, sorry. why are we talking Kyrie? Yeah. All right, so Kawhi, Kawhi, go ahead. Go ahead. They put him up on the screen. The Clippers are making a run, and I thought he must have something wrong with his wrist and hands because he doesn't want to clap. <laughs> and obviously, there's something wrong with his face. 
face because he doesn't want to smile. I'm like, are you serious? You're sitting up there in the suite. How about backing your teammates? Can, can you, if you can't stand up, can you clap? Can you smile? Can you do something? Can you show that you're a little bit happy? I'm getting a little tired of stoic face, uh, poker face, um, uh, Kawhi, and you know, not uh, not being excited for his team. It's starting to get. It's starting to bother me. You know. Well, I think there's a little parallel here. I mean, two weeks ago you were out. Chris Plank and I did the best show in the history of this time slot, and the Clippers look like they might be better without Kawhi. So, yeah. I mean, would you be very happy if if me and Chris Plank, the ratings are through the roof, and next thing, would you be sitting there in your suite in Florida clapping up a storm as Chris Plank and I take the world by storm or what? Yeah, well, I mean, I guess it is what it is, but I mean, he's still going to get paid millions of dollars, but let's, let's be honest. He could, look, he could back his teammates. He can get excited. So, he's just sitting there like a lump. I don't know why it actually really bothered me. You want to know so fu- what's so funny if you look on Twitter was it Mike Breen who's doing the play by play said here's Kawhi getting crazy even he said the same thing it's, it's like I'm the only person that noticed that that's the first thing that came I'm like Kawhi is your face broken can you not smile or is his wrist broken too that he can't clap I maybe you can't get up I I don't that was bothering the hell out of me it was overshadowing everything else does it bother you at all that he's not even on the bench to begin with it does. It does. I, I, you know, people are like, well, they didn't want the Clippers to, you know, rely on him because he's probably not going to come back. I don't care. Come back, not come back. He should be on the bench because maybe he can help out the team. Maybe he sees something that nobody else can see. I mean, he does play the game at a high level. Maybe he has a, a bit of advice for somebody on the team that's out there that nobody else is giving this guy. Maybe they feel better with Kawhi on the bench just, uh, just as a presence. Why is isn't he on the bench? Why does he have to sit up there in some suite? I don't understand. It's a great question, and uh, it does lead to the – and listen, we see this in sports sometimes, and, and people don't want to hear it. If you say a team is better without a star, uh, how can that possibly be? They're uh, not bad. They're, they're not Artie, better they're, without they're, him. Stop it. They closed out the Jazz without you're, him. You're going to give me – you know what? You're going to give me two games, one game that, that – that The show's tonight, Arnie. That, so the like, show's tonight. That's like saying that the Patriots were better without Tom Brady because the year he got hurt they still went uh, 11 and 5 even though they didn't but make they the playoffs. But they weren't better. They didn't make the playoffs. This team has played its best basketball maybe of the playoffs since he got hurt. No, that the first half they looked disgusting, Aaron. You know that and I disgusting. know that, so. Yeah. They did. They looked horrible, did they not or what? No, they did look horrible, but I mean you go back, listen. First of all, they, they they take Utah the first two games without Utah. It's worth noting that we all watched game two of this series, which the Clippers were in position to win if Paul George makes a foul shot. They win game three. It's a one-point game in game four. I don't know why you think it's so inconceivable that they're playing better without him. Well, but one, because he brings you like 25 points a game. He's the They've apparently leader. been able to make up for those 25 points a game with all their wins that they have. So you really you think like they have man. a better chance of winning an NBA championship without him than with him? Is that what you're trying to explain to me or what? I don't know if I think they have a better chance, but I, I think you can make the argument at this point that we have a big enough sample size that they're better without him. I don't. I t- I, g- give me another superstar in any sport that their team is better without that superstar than other than Kawhi Leonard. Give me another superstar in any sport that you're like, you know what, I think the team would be better without Mahomes or the team would be better without LeBron James or the team would be better w- without Luka. I, 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 there's not one name that but the team is better without Aaron Rodgers. Okay, how about this? 
You, you've been arguing with me that Ben Simmons is way undervalued. I think the Sixers would have been better with him on the bench instead of, uh, instead of on the floor in Game 7. Oh, oh me, how about that? You're giving me one game. He's still a guy that's 16-8-8. One eight. game. He, he went by the way, over and, and 7. Joel in the, wait by the way, a second now. Super- wait a second now. You can't tell me I gave you one game when he went 0-7. What was it? He took seven total shots in the fourth quarter in that series? You can't give me he only played one game. Stop. No, but you you see, you're you're going ahead. You're giving me a guy. I'm giving you the LeBrons of the world, the Kawhis of the world. You're giving me a Ben Simmons, and then beat is the leader I, of the team anyway. I, well, first of all, you said superstar. You claim Ben Simmons is a superstar, so that's one. He's a star, Two, but not superstar. Go I could ahead. go on and on. Uh, didn't the Mariners have the best record in the history of Major League Baseball the year after Ka- uh, Kawhi? The year after Alex Rodriguez left? Who the hell are the Mariners? The best team in baseball that the year. Seattle Mariners. You told on, me to give you an example. Seattle. Nobody even That's knows Seattle. That's the first one that came to mind. After Ken Griffey Jr. left, nobody even knows Seattle as a baseball team. What's wrong with you? They had the best record in the history of the regular season. Yes, they season. did. Would they have like 116 wins or something? Yes. I'm trying to think of other ones. Yeah, because well, you have to go back what 30 years for something like that, though, Aaron. I'm. Tr- I mean, I'm. Tr- you're. You're asking me to do it off the top of my well, head. Well, but because it's just ridiculous to think that the Clippers are a better team without a guy. That's Let me ask you a question. Like what, what is it? What is what is unridiculous about it? Ex- give well, me, the, give me. Oh, wait a second. They, I'm going to ask you a question, yeah. and I want an answer. Go ahead. Go ahead give go. me the argument that they're the better team with him on the floor. Give and, you the, and it can't be stats. What have you seen in the last five games, six games, that makes you believe that they're a better team without I, him that, or with him than without him? Well, if we're going to go by the small sample size, I'll go by the first half. When they needed a bucket, they went seven minutes because and they had no points or only, only two points. That doesn't happen with Kawhi on, on, the, on the floor. Plus, he's, a, he's a, a good rebounder also. He's a guy that they're going to have to worry about, and they have to lock up their top defender against them. Now they don't have to worry about that. There's, Aaron, there's so many reasons why they're, they're a better team. Um, what are they without? What, what's their record? You see, that's not even fair. I was going to say, what's their record? when he goes on load management, but usually in load management, he's missing games against the, the dreck of, of the NBA, so they usually win those games, though. I would also add, by the way, the Raptors last year without him were one game away from the Eastern yes. Conference Finals. I won't say they, they were How better. How are they looking now? Yes, yes. Well, they played the whole season <laughs> away from home. Well, don't, don't, let, don't let that fact get in the way. Don't, don't, don't take yeah, away from Yeah, that's the problem. You don't like yeah. facts when you're on one side of an argument. But well, you just told me not to give you any stats, and that's facts for crying out loud. You didn't no, because you use stats as a crutch. Like when you argue that Steph Curry should be MVP because of stats, yet you say Chris Paul should MV- be MVP well, because MV- of stats. MVP is completely about statistics. I don't believe into that bogus stuff that you come out the most valuable to the team. And if the it's team okay, then don't end- call it the most valuable player. Call it yeah. the coolest stats award. Yeah. And then Jokic should have gotten it this year. And then uh, you know James Harden should get it every other year. And then uh, who else? Who got it? Giannis. Oh my God, Giannis can't make a bucket outside of four feet. But let's just give him a hundred because he's got really cool stats. But are you still with the Giannis? Are you still- I love Giannis. I'm, I'm back no, in on don't. Giannis. Let's stop. You don't love Giannis. Stop that. I do too. I, I've come around. You know what sold me on Giannis this week? You're going to laugh. It was the Scottie Pippen comment about Ben Simmons, <laughs> and it's been a busy week for Scottie Pippen. I'll be really quick oh, on yes, this. Oh, yes, it has. But but Scottie Pippen basically said, the only difference between Ben Simmons and Giannis is Ben Simmons is afraid. Giannis will airball two free throws, and then he'll take the ball the next possession and attack the rim. And I said, you know what? 
Maybe I have been too hard on this guy. He shouldn't be a multi-time MVP, but I do give him credit. He does play hard. He is fearless. He can't make a basket outside of four feet, but I do give him credit because he does play hard. He is fearless. I don't think he's one of the seven to ten best players in the league, but he is. He does play hard. I'll give him credit for that. I, I just got to tell you, just on, on a side note, uh, I was playing in a basketball tournament today, okay. and you know I'm talking smack to the other team. Bo, can we throw out a commercial break really quick? Oh, wow. Okay, then. Go wow. ahead. Go ahead. I was talking smack to the other team, and it just goes to show you what a real insult is. I mean, we're going back and forth, back and forth, throwing a lot of smack out there. And he went to the foul line. He missed it real bad. I called him Ben Simmons. <laughs> you would have th- thought I said something about his mother. Oh, the guy wanted to kill me. The guy, that, that's how far Ben Simmons is now of an insult. If, that, if you get called Ben Simmons, somebody wants to go and punch you in the face, you know? This is, uh, was it one of those, the whole gym went quiet and everything? Everyone turned towards you. They're like, did you just call him what? The fan, the fa- the, the the air conditioner in the background stopped spinning. <laughs> yeah, one of those. I believe it. All right. Uh, we got a close game going on. The Suns are up by one. We'll come back. We'll continue going through the game. I want to get a little bit into Milwaukee and Atlanta. Uh, you want to get in. You know the uh, Twitter handle, by the way. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's absolutely amazing because you see Discover's accepted at 90. 9% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. We'll get to that coming up next. Torres Spanier. This is Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in DC, Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and... 
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. All right, good evening, everyone. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier here on Fox Sports Radio. We got a good one coming out to the end. Sun 75, Clippers 74, 456 left in this one. By the way, Torres, um, something we didn't bring up a little bit earlier, Devin Booker took off his mask and is now going to go ahead and finish out the game without his mask. I'm just Is that a smart thing to do? Uh, I mean, the team doctor said this is what you got to wear. Um, God yeah, forbid you should. Yeah, be I don't hitting. think they said this is what you have to wear. I think they said we recommend you wear it. If they said you, we had recommend to wear you wear it, it because if you get hit like that again, it could be like career threatening, couldn't it? I mean, we got to call you know Doctor Chow. I I can't answer that question. I th- I, I think some serious ramifications could come from it if he gets hit again. If it was, I'm just career- wondering if it's, if it's a smart thing to do. Um, and I know he wasn't shooting well with it on, but I'm I'm not so sure I would take that thing off uh, and, and, and try to go like that, you know, in case I got hit again. I, I don't know if you want to go ahead and ruin your career over that. Well, I, I think if it was career-threatening, I don't believe that the doctors would have let him take it off. So They might not have a choice. You, like you said, it could be up to him. You don't know that. I just I just think that, that that's, that's absolutely crazy. Uh, Sun's up by one right now. Pandemic Paul. A pandemic P, uh, only with 11 points, 5 of 18 from the field. Boy, has he been absolutely, oh, no, not that, uh, excuse me, he has 20 points, but 5 of 19 from the field, 1 of 8 from three-point line. He's been absolutely miserable from the three-point line tonight, Torres. He has been. I mean, offensively, he's really struggled. It is worth noting he has 14 rebounds, though. He's team-high 14 rebounds, second in the game behind only DeAndre Ayton, who has 19 points and 20 rebounds. How about those Arizona Wildcats, huh? Wow. That's bad. I shouldn't have said that. Now Phoenix is definitely going to lose this game. <laughs> Just, I mean, uh, you can see Skip Bayless ripping uh, Paul George on Monday morning. I'm sure he's ripping him all over Twitter right now. If you can't beat the Clippers after Paul George is shooting one of eight from three-point line and five and 19 from the field after having a humongous lead and going up by nine in the first half, and I think it was like 14 at, at halftime, um, you're letting this slip right through your fingers. Here's a chance, a win here in the last the last five minutes are going to dictate whether the Suns are going to go to the NBA championship or not. They win the last five minutes, win this game, go up three games to one. They're going to the championship. They lose this game in the last five minutes. It's 2-2. Um, maybe then it goes back to the Clippers as the favorite. It's a great question. Would they then be the favorite? 
I don't know if no, they would it'd probably be. still be the Suns because they've well, got the home court. I mean, it, not in Vegas, but I mean, we all yeah. watch the games. I mean, we all went into game one of Bucks Hawks. Like, okay, we don't think the Bucks are eight points better. So, not, I'm not talking about what Vegas would say. I'm talking about would they? Would the Clippers be the favorite? I think they would have to be if they win this game, and I know they're at home. But you go back to game two again. They were one Paul George free throw away from winning that thing, basically. They're one, uh, you know, you guard the out-of-bounds play correctly, they win that one. And so you go back and 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 you factor that in with the fact that tonight, if they win, it will be with Paul without Paul George, who, uh, you know, many believe to be their best player, their star playing well at all, as you just referenced. I would think regardless of what Vegas says, I would think they were the favorite. Well, if I had to bet all my money on one team, it'd still be Phoenix. Well, Maybe are you this. are you assuming that they win tonight, though, or are you assuming that they lose tonight? No, I'm, if they lose tonight, it's two games apiece. I'm I'm still going to go ahead and bet Phoenix, but but that's per, perhaps because they have the two home games, and um, you know, you you have so much on the so line. So I'm going to do the same yeah. thing I just did last segment. If they lose this game, what gives Suns? You, yes, if the Suns yeah. lose, it's two to two. Clippers easily could have and maybe should have won game two. Yes. What makes you think what makes you what what makes you believe that Phoenix should be the favorite? Well, one, the two home games. Two, you're still playing without Kawhi Leonard. And I think eventually that's going to catch up to you, though. It, it's not catching up to them right now. I think eventually it does. It's tough to win on the road, too, when you go to the playoffs. And I actually think the Suns are a better team. And remember now, you're getting Chris Paul back. Um, so he's still not up to par. And Devin Booker's having a tough time shooting with that mask. So once everything they get, Chris Paul gets his feet under him, Devin Booker gets to take that mask off. They go back home. I think they're the much better team. Than the, and, of course, no Kawhi. I think they're the much better team than the Clippers. The mask may be on. The mask may be off. He's not the same player since he got popped in the nose. And I, no, I feel, you're, you're 100% yeah. right about that. Absolutely. I feel bad. I wish it wasn't true. I, I don't want to say it. But it is the truth. I mean, keep in mind, he is 0 for 5 from 3 today. Keep in mind, game 1, the only game that he was fully healthy when he had that 40-point triple-double, he finished that game 3 for 7 from 3, about 50%. So they're a different team. They're a different team. If they don't win this one, Arnie, I don't care what Vegas says. I would take the Clippers at that point. I would believe that they are the favorites at that point. Scoring way down uh, in the second half. The Clippers have 38 points. Phoenix with 27. So, my goodness, it's been a low-scoring fourth quarter. Only eight points for both teams. But right now, the Suns lead at 77-74. 3.24 left. You can see that um, the Clippers are pressing real hard. Paul George is, is obviously pressing real hard and what's going on with his game out there. And uh, Reggie Jackson's 8-23. That guy's putting up anything right now. He's the go-to guy for the Clippers because Paul George, I don't think, wants to shoot any more jumpers out there. It is interesting. Our, uh, we're in a situation now where we talked about are, are they better without Kawhi? I don't necessarily believe it, but I don't think it's an inconceivable conversation to have. But my question for you is also uh, just – the 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 players that they're getting production from and it's not just it's not just the idea of campaign and I know Cameron Payne pays plays for the Suns but the point I'm trying to make is he has one good game cuz Chris Paul's out. I mean, you know, Terrence Mann for the game that he had right. in game 6 against Utah, Reggie Jackson to turn into the player that he has turned into. It's just kind of crazy the guys that they're getting production from is the only point I'm trying to make. By the way, what happens if the Suns end up playing well whoever Milwaukee or Atlanta? Uh, and some people think that this has been a great playoffs. I think this has just been horrible. Um, and I just the, the playoffs have been horrible. 
I think so. Why? Yeah. Well, because I, you know, I'm a blue bloods guy. I gotta have my Lakers. But if they're um, not the best teams, why do you want them? But like, you the know Suns what? Though, but, awesome. but, but look, but what, and also the another reason why I think the playoffs have been bad. Look how many stars have been hurt, like an Anthony Davis, like LeBron, like Kawhi, like Chris Paul, and had to miss games. And that's just the top of Donovan Mitchell. I think missed one game. Um, who am I missing? Uh, Murray for Denver's missed missed a while, but a lot of stars missed the playoffs because they were hurt or missed a couple of games out there. I listen to a lot of sports talk radio and podcasts and everything. You're literally the only person that, that I've heard say these playoffs aren't good. Well, wait, what? With, well, give me a reason why you think the playoffs are better without all these superstars. That's what I don't understand. I, I just gave you a list of five, six off the top of my head. I'm sure I'm missing a bunch, uh, a bunch more. Why would the playoffs be better without blue bloods in the teams and without these superstars? I don't understand that because the games have been awesome and compelling and fun. You know, I, I, you look at the Suns, you look at Game 2, you look at what the, the Jazz Clippers series when Terrence Mann steps up. Yeah, it would have been awesome if if Kawhi Leonard, by the way, Kawhi Leonard had some amazing games before he got hurt. The playoffs have been awesome. I mean, I, 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 I've just, I haven't, I literally have not heard a single person say they're not enjoying these playoffs. Well, they said Einstein was crazy too. So there you go. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just ahead of the crowd right now. But I, I'm telling you. I, and they it's said fine. the ratings, the ratings have been up till now. Let's see what they are in the finals when it's you know going to be like Milwaukee and. Phoenix. By the way, was was Game Seven of the Eastern Conference semifinals between the Bucks and and Nets not good because Kyrie wasn't on the court? See, now, if the Nets were still in it, I wouldn't, maybe I wouldn't feel like that. See, I'll that? actually argue this. You take a look at that series. Every game in that series was a ton of fun. And if Kyrie plays in that series, and I'm not wishing, Wait, I'm not wishing injury upon anybody, but if he plays, the 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 Nets probably win in five. And, and again, you're making my co- uh, my case. Harden was hurt. Kyrie was and hurt. And the games How many were superst- awesome, but injuries well, happen. You got to give me. Well, you give me. Injuries happen. So you're Aaron? saying yeah, injuries happen every single year. The Warriors won their first championship when Kevin Love and Kyrie were out. So when, if, Are you, if, the, if you're saying injuries matter, then wait, every every playoffs for my entire life has been no, okay. So wait a minute. Good. If the Super Bowl, if Tom Brady is the Super Bowl, wait, but, this but is if, two if, months every if, okay, single but, night, four rounds. It's not if, the Super okay, Bowl. Okay, in the playoffs, though, if I told you Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes weren't playing because they were hurt, it's a different sport. You'd it's be screaming. Everybody be going, "Oh my goodness! Oh it's my goodness!" It's a different sport. It's you never like my analogies because they're terrible. Some people like fruit salad. How about that? You want to get in, Aaron underscore Tor. Well, you said it's apples and oranges. I'm at stinking genius one. I want to talk about what Jalen Rose had to say. We'll keep you updated on the end of the game. First, our first check-in tonight with the Sager. See what's trending out there. What's going on, DeSager? Hello, gentlemen. Hey. Awful shooting in this game in L.A. tonight. But the Suns, who were up 14 at the half, as you mentioned, they are still leading with about a minute and a half to go, 79-74 over the Clippers. The TV ratings, by the way, in that Tuesday game that came down to the dunk at the end in Phoenix. Yes. That was the highest-rated TV show of the night, easily. Wow. And it was a cable offering. It was almost 5.3 million viewers. I saw that. that, yes. I saw that. In fact, that. at the end of the game, it was over 7 million when it peaked, and that was almost midnight Eastern time. Wow. Well, as far as the shooting tonight, let's see how the starting guards for the Suns have done. Chris Paul and Devin Booker a combined 14 for 42. Horrible. Last game, they were 10 for 40 combined, and that was... 
just awful in as far as a they're, historical context. Together, they're 0 for 8 from three-point line, and, and Paul George uh, for the Clippers, 1 of 9. So, yeah, the, but this is a great basketball. I love to see that <laughs> 1 of 17 no. from the Stars. That's I didn't fantastic. say every single no, game. No, you love it. Yes, classic. you did. No. The shooting it, in this fourth quarter overall, Suns 4 of 17, Clippers 2 for 17. The it's Clippers, compelling, the, the Sager. It is compelling. close. It is there. There is tension and excitement. I love it's when just you just shooting make up things awful. that I say, Arnie, that aren't yes. what I said at all. But anyway, continue to say. Yes. I've got to so say sorry. out loud, the Clippers have two baskets in the fourth quarter in a home yes. playoff game right now. And Devin Booker just got fouled. He's going to the line. They're already up five. By the way, that poor shooting last game with Chris Paul and Devin Booker combined, to go 10 for 40 in the last 20 postseasons, according to the stat people at Elias, the only other pair of starting guards to shoot that many times for that poor a percentage in a playoff game was the Bulls 2015 when Derrick Rose and Jimmy Butler had an off night. They were 10 for 41 that evening. But the awful shooting is not going to apparently prevent the Suns from going up three games to one. No. Can't, can't call the game yet. Just over a minute to go. Yeah, you can. It's over. They're at the line okay. with a chance to go up. It's my already a Suns. I'm going to get teary-eyed. 79, 74 I used to lead. live there at the Sega. They are my Suns. I know. You've lived 15 different yeah. places wow. in the United States. DeAndre Ayton from the U of A has played 40 minutes for the Suns tonight. By the way, you've lived in, in L.A. Why aren't they your Clippers? Hey, how about Rrr. that? Clippers are from Buffalo. Your wife's from Buffalo. It's, it's all you've been everywhere. You went to school in LA. You did not go to school in Phoenix. You went to school in Tucson. I think you went to the University Arizona. of Phoenix. I think that's the, that's the truth. <laughs> he and Shaq, yeah. Anyway, DeAndre Ayton with 19 points and 21 rebounds in this wow. game. As far as the three-point shooting combined, nine for 51. From long distance. DeAndre Aiden should play on the USA team. Forget that he's not a citizen. I'll get to that later on. Oh, we're getting there. I'll get to that later on. I, I, look, I don't know all the rules for the Olympics, but I get a feeling that might be one of them. But yeah. go ahead. I think if you get a grandparent that's an American, they might yeah. be able to, let's say, grandfather you in. Uh, Devin Booker with five fouls, by the way. Chris Paul with four. Aiden with four. Jay Crowder with four. But Phoenix is leading, and it may not go overtime the way things are now. Minute five left. As for the late baseball, only two games going, and my goodness, we have an upset in San Diego Brewing. The Diamondbacks are leading 6 nothing over the Padres in the top of the fourth. Wow. Notable for two reasons. It deserves a while because the Padres, for starters, are a playoff team at the moment, and they've won eight in a row. This Arizona team has lost... 24 road games in a row. That's that's fantastic. That's fantastic. They are shutting out the Padres. Six zip in the fourth. And the Dodgers have already won tonight. 3-2 against the Cubs on Cody Bellinger's solo homer bottom of the ninth. Boston won again, beat the Yankees 4-2. They're 5-0 against the Yanks so far this year. Tampa Bay won again, 13-3 against the Angels, who've lost five straight. A's have a 1-0 lead at San Francisco in the bottom of the fifth. Do you know that we are going to have... Maybe the Yankees out of the playoffs and the Cubs out of the playoffs this year. The way things are going, keep in mind, we're back to the regular format of just the three division winners plus the wild card game. It's none of this expanded playoffs right. like they tried last right. year. There's there's no new union agreement for that. So as of right now, in the NOS, for example, Giants have the best overall mark for the NL. The wild card game would be Dodgers against Padres. Wow. One game, and the loser would be out. That. Talk about tension. That would be incredible. Over in the American League, the Yankees would be missing the playoffs like the Cubs would be in the NL. The wild card game would be Boston against Oakland at the moment. Back to you. 
All right, thanks a lot to Sager, Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier here on Fox Sports Radio. You want to be part of the show, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinkin' Genius 1, 53 seconds left in this one, and the Suns are holding on to a three-point lead, so it's, uh, it's coming down to the wire here, yeah. Can I read one tweet that we just got in? Sure, yeah, absolutely, go ahead. It's from Dr. Matt, who asks, Hey, Aaron, why does your partner ruin your show weekly with takes that go nowhere? Wow. It's a great – I like how he called it my show, by well, the way. Well, can you be specific of which exactly, which take the playoffs uh, he's talking suck, about? The playoffs suck, Paul George's. Sean said, uh, Stinker Genius, what the blank is wrong with you? Yep. The NBA playoffs have been unbelievable, probably the best in many, many years. Arnie needs to – well, the, the STFU. STFU. We'll figure that out, yeah. You might think your YMCA drop-in basketball is all that, but I'm sorry to tell you it's not so serious. So so blank, the blank, the blank. Oh, so, wow, look at that. How about Mason Mullen? Used Mullen's? it twice up there. I'll read the Mason Mall. Go ahead, read Arnie's, that one. Arnie, you see that light in the sky? It's Adam Silver and NBA fans smiling like the Joker at all the great games and young stars that have arrived on the scene. Let that narrative go, Arnie. It was COVID, not America. Let me ask you real quick, one thing real quick. Yeah, yeah. Because this has been one of my arguments. I think that part of what has made these playoffs so great, you talk about the Blue Bloods. At some point, the NBA has to develop stars besides LeBron James. I don't I, know who's going to be. I don't think we're going to have another. You see, we had Michael. Be LeBron. But my, well, point, we is, Michael. Yeah, go my point is, yeah. how many more people know, know about Trey Young and how awesome and how funny he is? How many people know about Devin Booker? I know he you struggled know, the last game and a half. And you can argue all these different things, but the ratings right. are reflecting that people are into these teams, even though they're not the teams that you want. Well, and I understand that, but the reason I said I don't think the playoffs have been as good is because, I mean, look at all the great superstars I gave you. I mean, there's about eight of them that have been out of the playoffs, and it's dictated the way the playoffs have been played and who wins and who loses. I mean, Brooklyn, you had no Harden for the most part. You had no Kyrie. Um, you know, look at all the other people I told you about. We, we see, the uh, obviously, the injury to Booker. We see that Ka- uh, Kawhi's out. Um, I mean, it was absolutely ridiculous with all the injuries. You, LeBron and Anthony Davis, you think that makes good basketball, Aaron? When you have all these great, these are the people we pay for to see. They're, this is what the this is their time to shine during the playoffs. Well, first of all, we're paying us. I mean, plenty of people are paying to see Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton and Devin yes, Booker but, and Nick, Nick Batum and all these guys on the court what? right now. But what I would also say is injuries are part of this every single year. At the end of the day. The as by the way the uh, the Suns had the ball just got knocked out of bounds they're only up three with 17 seconds to go so this game is far from done but what I would say very quickly is I just said it the Cavs the first year that they made the finals Kyrie gets hurt Kevin Love gets hurt uh, the last year the Warriors were in the finals Kevin Durant gets hurt Clay Thompson this is part of the game you can't just sit here and say well the playoff if the playoffs suck because no, star it, players get hurt then every playoffs in the history of the sport have sucked but but I gave you the example of Kansas City lost Mahomes if Tampa lost Brady you it's go, a oh, different sport what, it's a the, different what, sport but, so what do you want me to compare it to? Something other than sports out there? You, you know, I can't go to hockey if I said the goalie was out. You'd say different sport. If I told you the pitcher was out, and you'd say oh, that's just baseball. I mean, you're never going to go ahead and agree with this on, on when it comes to that. You can't compare a sport that has four playoff games total for the champions, sometimes three, to a playoffs where you have to play every other night for two straight months. It doesn't even make sense. Wow. You're like, that. that tech, how come none of my takes make sense? Only your takes make sense. How, is that, how does that work? Huh? How does that work like that? 
and say that again. I'm sorry. Why does that work like that? All my takes don't make sense. Only your takes make sense. Why does that work? Because like? I'm logical and reasoned and smart and handsome. And do, do, do I need to keep going or? I'm still looking at Matthew's text when he said, "Why does your partner ruin your show weekly?" It's a great question. I, it's a it's great not question. a great question. A fair question. Cap says great teams overcome injuries. Oh, stop with the baloney. Yep. Kyrie's out, Harden's Real. out, and you know, they'll overcome that. Yeah. All right, I'll tell you what. We're going to come back. We're going to see what's going on with this review. We'll see who gets the ball. We'll see if the Suns are able to hold on. I wanted to get to the Jalen Rose story. We'll have all that coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and... Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. All right, good evening, everyone. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Suns lead by 38178. Seven seconds left in this one. The Clippers will have one last chance to shoot a three and tie this thing up. I should just quit now when the Mason Mauler agrees with you. He says, great point, Torres. 
what the hell's a, initially I wonder what it would be like without LeBron, but these games have been great games. I've been interested in the Hawks and Smokey Blaylock, Dominique, and Kevin Willis. I like Monty Williams and his young team. Yeah, the games have been great. I was all into the Bucks 125-91 victory in game two. That was just riveting. I just loved that one, Torres. That was fantastic. That was Good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Would just stop? You, said, you know what? I should just quit now, please. Uh, yeah, it because, seems like America. I mean, the Mason Mahler would agree. Sean says, "Take the rest of the show off. Your takes on the NBA playoffs are horrible." Yep. Uh, Add Scott Shapiro. Could you please terminate Arnie? Hashtag fire Arnie. Yeah, just I because say, I don't think the playoffs have been great. Why not? Yeah, just if we did have to up. cancel somebody, like I'm, I'm not pro cancel culture, but I feel like we should cancel you for some yes, of your comments just, tonight. Yeah, just because of the playoffs. Just thank you very much. By the way, down by three, Paul George going to the line, um, missed the first with six point three seconds left. So, um, with the game on the line, Ballmer, he comes up short. You Ballmer know I mean? looks like he's passing a kidney stone right now. Did you see that face? Yes, I did. Yes, he was like, oh, my man. He just looked dejected after that one. Ballmer's like, I'm paying what? this guy $30 million. He can't make free throws? Unbelievable. Yeah, that was uh, he left that one short. They're showing it again. It's so funny because they're showing him again and his reaction. <laughs> um, you saw the same thing everybody else did. He just was like, oh, there's the game. It's, it's pretty much done now. But um, – Oh, he just kind of threw it off the rim to try to get the rebound. I'm not so sure I would have done that down by three with 6.3 seconds left. I think I would have um, went ahead, wow, made it, got down by two, and then and fouled right away, wouldn't you, or what? I think it's a little early to, to play that game because you have to rebound it and get a three at that point, right? Like you, you, I guess you could go right back up if you get the rebound, but to me, you make the one, you, you force them to go down and make free throws. I, I think it was a little early for that. Well, they get the foul call, so that just sends the Clippers right oh. back to the line. DeMarcus Cousins is going to shoot two now. He's already made the first, so they're down by two. Now there's 5.8 seconds left in this one. They had DeMarcus Cousins in for rebounding purposes, um, but right now he's at the line, made the first. They're down by two. He'll make this. They'll have to foul. Oh, my goodness. What is he doing? Oh, my goodness. Oh he my just, God! He oh just had a God. brain cramp. Did you see what happened? Go ahead, lay it out, Arnie. He, he, that was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. He went ahead, and instead of making the foul shot, he wanted to go ahead and do what Paul George did and throw it off the rim. But he just threw it off the backboard. He missed. Did he not it? know that it has to hit the rim? And it was like he didn't even know that. It I don't hit think the rim. he knew. It, it missed for people driving around. It missed by. I'm. I mean, literally about a foot. Like it wasn't even close. It was off by a foot, and it bounced right. It wasn't even coming close to hitting the rim in this one. What I an mean, insane, it, weird game. It, it's amazing, and of course they foul Paul, uh, Chris Paul, who has made thirty-five free throws in a row. So he's not going to miss anything in this. But how, how do you not know the rules unless he just shot that one so badly that it even that even that couldn't even come close to the rim? I, I I'm just perplexed over what's just happened. There, it's amazing you know? to me how so often professional athletes like just do, and this isn't a credit, but like don't know simple stuff. Like you gotta hit the rim. Like, like there is no way that Demarcus Cousins knew that you have to hit the rim on an attempted miss or it, it's an automatic turnover because he wasn't even close and he rushed it and he was trying to get the uh, trying to get the whatever. By the way, Chris Paul it, it made a free throw to go up three with three point nine seconds. Do you, left. And why are you throwing it off the backboard or trying to throw it off the rim anyway? It's still five point eight seconds left. And it's still too early to pull. And you want to send Chris Paul there? He's going to give you an automatic too. I I'd rather take my chances and make. 
make the foul shot and foul somebody else. And so you're down one. At, you're down two at that point. So if you make the foul shot, you're down one. And it, see, Chris Paul just missed it. Yeah, I just jinxed him. This is what I did. Well, you know no, but I mean, see, this is why. You, so they so they missed the foul shot for people driving around. 3.2 seconds left. The, the, the Suns very smartly and well-coached foul right away. This is turning right. into a college basketball game. Uh, but the Suns very smartly foul right away so they can't even get up the three-point attempt. But if you are DeMarcus Cousins, you make that foul shot. It's a one-point game with 5.8 seconds left, like you said. Or if Paul George doesn't pull that on the second foul shot, it's a one-point game. Um, or it's a two-point game right now. So... I um uh, again you, you pulled those shenanigans too early. Paul George makes the first one, so now it's eighty two eighty. I guess they're going to do the same thing. Um, do you go ahead and just throw it off the rim, hope for the rebound with three point two seconds left, or well now they have to, yeah. Or do you just try to make it and go for one more foul? I don't know. I'm I'm not so sure. I I'm I'm going to pull the the same thing. And as you're zero for two, I'm not so sure. I'm going to try to go zero for three in this situation. You know. I don't see. I, I don't see how they don't do it. If they did it with five point eight, there's no way they're not going to do it at three point two. Well, I got to tell you, he, they are going to do it, and they're crashing the boards. But um, doesn't look like it's going to happen. The Suns are going to go to the line. One point three seconds left, and they're up eighty two eighty. The Suns are going to go up three games to one, which means this series is O V E R. It's the Suns that are going to the NBA championship. Game, game four isn't even technically completely done. Oh, it's done. It's done. It's it done. is. It's basically it's done. done. Make, it's done. Make one, Chris. Congratulations Paul. to the Phoenix Suns. You're going to the NBA championship, I'm sure. Um, ratings going to be through the roof on that one. So, well, you're not going to watch because you don't like basketball. But oh, we just stop. I just uh, again, but. Um, who would have thought that the Suns would make the Remember, Chris Paul had not even gotten out of the second round. He must be enjoying this, that's for sure. I, I, we still got to win game four to go up 3-1 before we we start talking about the Western Conference Finals. So if they, don't, he, if they don't win, if he, if he doesn't make the Finals this year, I don't think it's ever going to happen, though. What do you mean? Is it three games to win. You're not going to lose three games in a row to a team um, that uh, doesn't have Kawhi Leonard. But then again, you think the Clippers are a better team without Kawhi, so it's playing right into their uh, into their hands. All right, wait a minute. Hour one already in the books. It just cruised on by. Uh, you want to get into the show. Simple. Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at stinking genius one. Uh, we'll go back over the game. We'll get a little bit into Milwaukee, Atlanta. We'll get to the NC State story. All that coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. All right. This is us. It's oh, our turn. Geez. Look who's driving. Oh, my God. I am Aaron Torres. He is Arnie Spanier. I'm this, taking the trading wheels off. This is Fox Sports Radio when I can finish my sentence. And Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover's accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report. Limitations may apply. Uh, do a make as, it on that. As said, I am Aaron Torres. I suppose we're going to not cut Arnie Spanier's mic for this hour, which is really unfortunate. As I said last hour, highest rated show we've ever done I is when he was out. take the training wheels off for you for a second and look what you're doing. You know, usually I take the training wheels off after the first month. How long have we been doing the show together? Take the training wheels off. You know, you know, three th- years, I think. There's a term called helicopter parenting. Yes. You're a helicopter radio partner. Wow. I'm, tr- I'm trying to get into this great 
sort of okay, decent NBA game that we got tonight. And you won't even no, let me the, helicopter dad. Because that was it was ridiculous. Uh, the shooting in the second half was absolutely uh, atrocious. So no matter how you're going to slice it, no matter what you're going to say, everybody saw how bad. The, I think there were combined uh, seven field goals in the fourth quarter. Both teams were one of 18 from three-point range in the second half. The whole thing was absolutely disgusting. Final score, 84-80. to 80. Suns are now up 3-1. to one. The Suns did win the game. As Arnie said, I listen, I have enjoyed the heck out of these NBA playoffs. It was not pretty. Suns shot 36% from the field. Clippers, 32%. 4 of 20 from 3 for the Suns. 5 of 31, which is 16%. That sounds like Arnie Spanier at the Burlington YMCA. Wow. The Suns do go up 3-1. to one. Arnie, you said it last hour. Is it safe to go O-V-E-R? Oh, the basketball is O-V-E-R. Congratulations to the Phoenix Suns for winning the NBA championship. Actually, it's a good story. I'm glad they did win it. The people in Phoenix, obviously, the Valley of the Sun, um, they're diehard Suns fans out there. They deserve it. Congratulations to the Suns for winning the NBA championship. All I'll say, yeah, I I. I don't think the Clippers are going to win this, but they were down three to one to the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, three to one, or I, I, they they were down a lot. Basically, no, they it was two to two. Okay, so they were down three to two. Excuse me, the Dallas Mavericks. I apologize about that. Uh, they won the last two games without you, uh, without Kawhi Leonard at Utah. So it's not as though it's inconceivable. Like this team does seem to play really well with its backs against the wall. I know it's asking a lot to win two out of, or three out of the next four with two of them, whatever. In Phoenix, I'm I'm all tripping up on my numbers here. But the point I'm trying to make is I understand the argument that it is not going to be easy for them to win the next three games all of, with two of them in Phoenix. I guess what I'm trying to say, though, is this has been a resilient team throughout these playoffs. Yeah, but you know what? The reason I feel so good about the Suns, forget about the 3-1 lead, but, I mean, you couldn't win at home on the night that Chris Paul and Devin Booker go 14-44. Um, we know that Booker was having problems shooting with the mask. We know Chris Paul was coming back um, you know, from not playing a couple of games because of the COVID, though he played one game. And he didn't even look good in that one. Um, but, of course, when the Clippers were out, Kawhi Leonard, they didn't have enough. And Paul George didn't have a good game. Only had five field goals. So the Suns will take the win. I mean, it was an ugly second half. They only had 34 points. In any other game, if you only have 34 points in the second half, you lose by 20 or more. So the Suns will take this one away. They'll go back home, and um, the fans will go ahead and, uh, you know, gel them the victory there. That That's how tough it is to win in Phoenix. So you mentioned Devin Booker. He did, we talked about it a little bit in the first hour, did take off the mask, finished 8 of 22 from the field. He did go 9 for 11 from the, uh, from the free throw line, which makes the 25 points a game high for the Suns look better, a game high for the game look better. Are you starting to get a little worried, though, Arnie? Because I'm telling you, I I really feel like, you know, this is a team one win away from the finals. Obviously, they'll have some time to rest before the finals start. I don't think this guy's been the same player since he, unfortunately, got hit in the nose uh, in Game 2 at the end of Game 2. 31% from the field in Game 2, 23% last game, 36% today. Are you starting to get worried? He hasn't really been the same player since that Game 2 dust-up. 
No, I'm not worried. Like you said, he's going to get some rest. I don't know how long he's going to have to wear that mask or if he's just going to ditch it for the rest of the playoffs, which which might be a possibility. I still expect him to bounce back, especially after getting some rest out there. So, no, it, it, it doesn't worry me at all. I still think that they're going to be the favorites over Milwaukee and or the Hawks, no doubt about that. You know, you talk about the percentage, and you talk about uh, just to switch over to, to the Atlanta for a second and Trey Young. You know, if you really look at Trey Young's three-point shooting, I think it's what a tad over 30%, 32%. Everybody makes him out as the next Steph Curry. He's not the next Steph Curry. He's a damn good player, but I think you need to pump the brakes on the whole Trey Young thing with the three-point shooting and how great he is. He does struggle uh, from time to time from the three-point line. Well, it's really interesting because from the beginning – and I know this because I love college hoops, is they've tried to make him into the next Steph Curry because right. that's what we in the media do. We just make up narratives that of don't course. exist. Of course. If you ask Trey Young, his favorite player growing up was Steve Nash. And <laughs> the guy that he has modeled his game after is Steve Nash. And he's a guy, Steve Nash, if you remember him with the Suns back in those glory days, he was great at getting into the paint, creating there, uh, creating shots for others, creating shots from self-floaters, all that stuff. So Trey Young, I'm with you, is, is, is he has more Nash to his game than Steph Curry. Really quickly, if we're to assume that the Suns are going to win – yeah, who do you think is a better matchup for them in the NBA Finals? Uh, uh, you know, as far as Milwaukee or Atlanta is concerned, obviously th- that series is one to one. We really haven't talked about it, but Phoenix is in control of this series. They're one win away from the finals. Who do you think would be a better matchup for them, or a worse matchup for them, whichever way you want to take? Well, it. I, I think they have a better chance to beat Atlanta over Milwaukee. I still think they'll beat either one of those teams, but um, you know, obviously Trey Young is 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 playing phenomenal. Um, but I would let him go off because I've got scores myself too. And when you have Chris Paul, when you have Devin Booker, and I, again, I expect them to come back strong. I'm not too worried about Trey Young. I, I think they have a better chance to go ahead and beat Atlanta, let's say five. Milwaukee may be a little bit tougher. I think they're a better defensive team too. And the way they looked at game two, if they play like that through the rest of the playoffs, they're going to be tough to beat. But um, Milwaukee could be a lot tougher for them when it's all said and done. Since there really wasn't a ton out of this game five from the Clippers and Suns, let's transition. We didn't really talk a lot about the the Eastern Conference in the first hour. What did you make of last night? It was last night. Was that Horrible. the? <laughs> no, that's not what we're talking about. We're not going to let you do your terrible takes in this hour. We're going to have real Does, adult up, conversations. How, what was the score at halftime? I'm just curious. What was it? it was like seventy-seven to. Uh, what? They were up literally 40 most 45, of the second half. Yeah, so yeah. it was 77 45. to 45. Yeah. So, but my question is this, is this is the same team that did lose game one at home. And I, and, and I thought there was some good commentary during the game last night. I think it was Reggie Miller that said they came out game one like it was a Tuesday night in, in, in February or whatever. <laughs> I don't think they were wrong. Uh, which is the real Bucks, or which which team are you sold is going to be the team the rest of the series? The one that came out completely flat, that didn't look good, that lost game one at home? You think they're the team that was 30-whatever points better last night, somewhere in the middle? What do you make of the Bucks Because they have been so hot, cold, off, on, all playoff songs. Yeah, I'm not even going to say somewhere in the middle. I think what we saw last night is what you're going to see the rest of this series. Let's forget about what's going to happen in the finals for right now. And the reason I think that also is, is because Giannis relies so much on the inside game. He's so tough to stop. Um that he'll always get is about 25 points. I have no problem with that. I think they're gelling. I think you're going to see more of what you saw in game number two. I don't think Atlanta is, is 
um, going to go ahead and win this series. I mean, look, no, nothing earth-shattering there. They've made a great run. I give them all the respect for what they've done right now, but I think Milwaukee's going to be too tough at the end. I actually tend to agree, and I'm not trying to rush this series uh, you know, to the side, but uh, last night, look, it, it was a horrible game for everybody, basically, from, from Atlanta, but I think it's worth noting, like, part of it is that Milwaukee does give them some real problems, and I'm not going to bore people with, you know, defensive metrics yeah. and analytics and all that stuff, but they're a really good defensive team. The length is there. Uh, Drew Holiday is a good defender. Giannis is a good defender. P.J. Tucker's a good defender, and I'll be honest, I was surprised that Atlanta took game one because I thought to Defensively, it was a really tough matchup for them. And so when I look at this series in the bigger picture, you look at at, at Milwaukee, I don't think they're going to do what they did last night where they were just absolutely absurd. They finished the game shooting 52% from the field. I just think that's a bad matchup for the Hawks. The Hawks have been a great story, as we talked about an hour one. You disagree, but it's been fun for the young guys to have their opportunities. But I just don't think that that the Trey Young story goes much further than another three or four games. And, and by the way, just so I understand you correctly and the Mason Mauler and everybody else that, that's tweeting on in, the finals between the Suns and Milwaukee is going to be purely epic, and we're going to love it um, because it's going to be a great matchup. And all the other matchups we've had with the Lakers and the Warriors and um, LeBron's Cleveland team and the Spurs and some of the other great teams in the past and the other Lakers and more Spurs, those are just going to suck compared to the to the finals we're going to have now. I, I can't wait. Okay, oh, let's, let's, let's go. I can't wait. Let's do it. First of all, oh. thanks for hijacking the second. That's yes. really cool. Um, so, brought it up. What do you so mean, first God? of all, let, let's yes. let's do let's play this game. Yes. Let's yes. play this game. There has been a worse final since, and I don't even know how far okay. back okay. to okay. go. Okay, okay, I don't know oh, how far oh, back sh- to go. Just I don't stop know talking yes. for a second. Let go me ahead. talk. Twenty seventeen NBA Finals. Kevin Durant's first year in Oak, uh, in uh, Golden State. Yeah, Golden State four, Cleveland one. Twenty eighteen. Yeah, no, 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 no. You you spoke and you cut me off. You did. Yeah, but, it's my but you're turn. Just no, giving no, no, me no, the no, series. No, 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 I'm no, giving no, you no. the teams, uh, Aaron. I'm giving you the cities. No, you said compelling playoff series. How about 2018? Uh, Golden State four, Cleveland nothing. How about 2019, Arnie? Oh, it was four two Raptors because Golden State was missing two of their three best players. So don't tell me if you want to argue. Not as many people will be interested because there are because we don't have the name brand. That remains that, to be seen. And that's what I'm no. saying. I'm talking cities here, Aaron. I, show, said, I said there's cities. not going to be. I go, there's cities. not going to be a Cleveland compelling, and Oakland, Arnie. We're talking about Cleveland and Oakland. There's not going to be a compelling. Um, worst series in I don't know how long when you have Milwaukee and the Phoenix Suns. Look back at all the other cities. Give me another time coming into the this, finals where you said, wow. I mean, seriously. I this mean, is See, this is why doing radio with you is so... Because I literally... You ask me a question, I answer it, and then no, you no, change you, the question. No, no, you gave me the wrong... You no. give me, first of all, we won't know what till it is till afterwards. So how do... No, they could be... You, it could go seven games as they make it a better series. You said Milwaukee-Phoenix will be the least compelling finals and I don't know how long. Absolutely. I give you three examples of pretty uncompelling finals in the three out of the the three last regular 
NBA seasons that we had taking out the bubble. Then you say it's about the cities. It well, is. Oakland and Cleveland. What is so special? What no disrespect mean, to our the Warriors, though, for crying out loud. You they didn't have, say you didn't have, say the franchises. You they, said the they cities. Have sex appeal. Are you telling me the Warriors they have were sex like the king? They don't. The people don't want to watch the Golden State Warriors. You're going to argue with me about this one that they they don't come in with a lot of cachet and that people want to see what's going on. There's all kind of interest in the Warriors. What I'm telling you is there's not going you to just be a told lot me of interest it was in the city. It's Make not going to be mind. interest. There's not going to be a lot of interest in the Suns and Milwaukee. And you know what? You'll see in the ratings, and I'll prove you're right. I mean, look at it. Golden State, the Lakers, San Antonio, the Miami San Heat, Antonio. the Lakers, Boston. I mean, you could. there's been some great matchups, at least on paper, coming in. But, you know, when you look at this, you just you could argue all you want. That I know this is the truth. I mean, don't be crazy about this. All right, here's the deal. I want you to take – we're about to head to commercial break. I need you to sit down and think about what you're going to say. So when I ask you a question and then I give you give me an answer, then I, I never give know you what an you're going to ask. And then I – you can't change it every time I ask a question, but I actually want to switch gears from the NBA to another interesting story because there was a fascinating story, Arnie. I think we're going to argue quite a bit in the next segment with this story. Arnie Spanier, Aaron Torres, this is Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and... Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. 
And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome back, everybody. Fox Sports Saturday. I am Aaron Torres, the star of the show, according to everybody listening. Wow. Arnie Spanier. Well, now you listen to the people on Twitter. Driving Miss Daisy is in the back of the car as I as I take the uh, wheel here. Uh, we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. You can follow Arnie on Twitter. Don't know why you would. At Genius one I, I have a lot of followers. At Aaron underscore Torres. Here's the thing. So you're getting annihilated right now on Twitter, but well, I want to get to some people, other yes. stuff. Go ahead. Daryl brings up an interesting point. He did say, did Arnie just argue cities make the finals compelling and then throw San Antonio in his list? So Daryl is on to something there, but I, I want to switch gears because, yeah, again, there wasn't a ton of meat on the bone from the NBA game for people just tuning in. Phoenix 84, Clippers 80, very sloppy game. As Arnie did allude to earlier, uh, the Suns scored 36 total points in the second half and still won. So uh, it'll be a game that we'll discuss throughout the rest of the show. But I want to switch gears to what I believe was the other big and very interesting story in sports today. And it came from a sport that we would never talk about unless there was something super controversial. And it's the College World Series. And and I'm sure people at least in passing saw this story. But uh, it was down coming into yesterday to four teams. Uh, Texas and Mississippi State on one side of the region. Mississippi State advanced to the championship today. And on the other side of the region, it was NC State and Vanderbilt. And going into yesterday's game, we got word just minutes before first pitch that NC State was dealing with some COVID problems. They were down to 13 players, including four pitchers in yesterday's game. They end up losing, but the plan was they were going to come back today and play, and if NC State lost again, they would be eliminated from the College World Series. Just one problem. At 1.10 a.m. Eastern time, Arnie, uh, the NCAA, College World Series, baseball, whatever, says NC State, too many COVID positives. You are out of this tournament. The reason I bring it up is because I think there's a lot of people driving around listening, sitting there saying, well, wait a second now. I mean, obviously, it's clear that NC State, their players just didn't get vaccinated. They're being punished for not being responsible, whatever. And this is not to get into a whole vaccination versus non-vaccination debate, whatever. There's just one problem with everybody that just assumes that the players were not vaccinated. Of NC State's positive tests, two came from unvaccinated players. Four of the players who tested positive were fully vaccinated, and NC State was eliminated. What They had to forfeit. They were not allowed to continue in the College World Series with four players who were vaccinated and tested positive. And Arnie, I'll throw it over to you because I think this is one of the most absurd things that I have ever seen. We've been told for months, get vaccinated. The world will get back to normal. We are punishing these kids. By the way, no different than Chris Paul, who's reportedly vaccinated. We're punishing these kids who did what was asked of them. We're still testing them. They're vaccinated, and we're still not letting them play. I think it's ridiculous. Yeah, well, first of all, I'm not sure why we're still testing the kids. That's the first thing I was thinking about. 
Um, two, what difference does it make if they were vaccinated or not vaccinated if they have it? Um, is it harder to spread it if you're vaccinated? So I don't even know why that even makes a difference. Three, we had, what, 14,000, 15,000 fans out there. Yep. Um, nobody wearing masks and nobody getting uh, to show if they were vaccinated or not. So it was safe for the fans to go out there. I think the NCAA made a horrible, horrible mistake. And um, really, I, I think it uh, it just destroyed NC State by not having a chance to go ahead and, and, and win this thing. And I know there's going to be people that are going to yell at us um, and say this is a serious thing. And we know we understand it's serious. But and I'll just give you an example here. And, you know, I was going to use Chris Paul's example, but I'll just use myself. Um, if I said, God forbid, and we'll be serious for a second, um, if the boss called up and said, Arnie got hit by a car, I assume hopefully you'd say, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Is he OK? And you'd have that concern in your voice. If, you know, I, I said I got hurt playing basketball and I broke my hip, you're like, oh, my God, is he OK? Is he going to have to need surgery? Is he going to be out? Oh, Sounds oh about my. right for your age bracket. Right, but exactly. But, I mean, but, but all that, Chris Paul uh, comes down with COVID how come nobody says, oh, my God, is he going to live? That poor man. Oh, my God. But nobody said that. All we said was, when's he coming back? Yes. When's he coming but, back? It doesn't, it doesn't sound like a, a guy who has a serious well, life-threatening disease, and all we're saying is, when is he coming back? So my whole point and, is, Aaron, maybe it's time to forget about testing this thing, you know? Well, and and that kind of brings up the point, is, is nobody wa- was worried. Everybody, and it speaks to the changing dynamic. Well, I'm going to explain if you let yeah. me speak. It speaks to the changing dynamics that we have with this virus, but it also speaks to what I said a minute ago. We have been told, and I, I, I promised everybody listening, I'm not trying to get political here, but we've been told by our government officials, we've been told by Adam Silver, we've been told by Roger Goodell, we've been told by these guys, hey, get your vaccine, the world gets back to normal. And that's the frustrating part to me, Arnie. We are now at a point, and I said this with Chris Paul last week on the show, I said, we're at the point where everyone involved is a consenting adult. And if people don't want to get vaccinations, that's fine. I personally think that I live in a world where if somebody is willing to you know, weigh the risk-reward of not getting it, then let them live their lives. And I don't think it should be different in sports. And ultimately what we're doing... Ultimately, the only argument for we have to keep we, – we can't let anyone that tests positive, including vaccinated people, the only argument for that is, well, what if they come into contact with somebody that's unvaccinated? Well, at this point, that was their decision. And so my only thing is, if I understand, and I, I won't even take it to the super extreme of don't test at all, whatever. I will, I will say this. If you're unvaccinated, I understand why some sports entities, some you know businesses, whatever, have made the decision to say, sorry, if you're un- unvaccinated, you have to play by a different set of rules. But if you're vaccinated, you did what was asked of you. You have protected yourself, and it's up to everybody else to do the same. And if they haven't done it, that's not on you, and they shouldn't be punished, and NC State shouldn't be punished, Chris Paul shouldn't be punished, etc., no, I understand. Again, though, if people got vaccinated. You're at about 85% of it. Um, I'm just wondering, were the people that were concerned for Chris Paul? How come they weren't saying, oh, my goodness, this is absolutely But nobody horrible. was concerned for Chris Paul, and that's the whole point. Is yeah. My my question is— But I'll push back on you a little bit. I'm just go saying, ahead, go I'll, I'll push back on you. Um, where were you three months ago when in, the, in March Badness— uh, when I've, no one was vaccinated, it was a well, different conversation. This is but, the whole point. But who, but, 
Go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. my whole point okay. is that this is, listen, this is obviously a nuanced conversation. I get it. But my point is it changes. You always say, Arnie, we're doing the show tonight. It right, changes right. as more information comes out. Right. Six right. months ago, a year ago, when we were talking about should we play college football, there was no vaccination. Well, there is, there has been a vaccination. I mean, I don't remember the exact dates, but I think the report was Chris Paul got it in February. So the vaccination has been available right. for a solid four, four and a half months now. Well, that's I, why I brought up March Madness. Where was this outrage for March Madness? Because not, no one had the vaccine. You did. Then. Like you said, there was four months ago. We're just talking about a couple of months ago there, three months ago. That's, you had it after the first of the year. You know it's not the same. Why are you doing this? You're just you arguing mean? for the sake of no, arguing. Not, it's not the same. Not everyone had access to the vaccine. I couldn't, as a California resident, I could not go until the middle of April. So stop comparing March to now. Uh, all I'm saying is it is different now because the vaccine is readily available. And you ask why nobody's worried about Chris Paul. It's because n- I don't want to put a percentage on it, but I would say the vast majority of people understand the risk, the reward, the health, the this, the that. So it, it still just goes down to like the, the bottom line of why are we punishing people that did what was asked of them? Why are we doing it to protect those that have not done what's asked of them? It, That's the part that frustrates me. What I, what I, and I, we actually agree on this. What I don't understand is, though, what difference does it make if somebody has been uh, vaccinated and is, has COVID? We still shouldn't be testing it. it it makes no difference that to me whatsoever. I, I I don't care if they were vaccinated or not vaccinated and they got COVID. I, you should just continue to go ahead and move on. We shouldn't be testing. So it makes no difference that they were vaccinated and that they have it for me, though. That's... I, I, so I will say, we'll wrap on this and get to say here. I agree. I, I just think if you want to say that anyone that's unvaccinated, which is basically what the NFL is saying, by the way, for people who kind of missed that Cole Beasley story last week, that's what the whole story was, was basically the NFL came out and said, hey, you don't want to get vaccinated. That's completely your decision, but you're going to have a completely different set of rules for everybody exactly. else. Exactly. Yes. I yeah. don't understand why it is not the same in Major but, League Baseball or in you, college baseball. Go by ahead, the way, man. just real quick, when they say you can't make people get vaccinated, don't, don't schools make uh, the kids get vaccinated for like mumps and rubella and, and all that stuff? Or am I wrong on that? Am I am I just completely insane? Am I been away from a parenting so long? I thought you the kids have to get vaccinated for stuff like that. Well, listen, you've been away from parenting for too long. I'm yes. hopefully away from it for a while. So let's get to Steve DeSager with what's trending. All right. Hello, gentlemen. Game four of the NBA's West Final was in downtown LA tonight. And Phoenix beat the Clippers in a low-scoring, poor-shooting affair, 84-80. to well, What's beautiful for Suns fans, they're up three games to one. And Paul George had 23 points, 16 rebounds, but he was 5 of 20 shooting from the Yeesh. floor. Devin Booker fouled out with 25 points for Phoenix. DeAndre Ayton had 19 points, 22 rebounds. With all the foul shots down at the end, the last minute of the game took about 20 minutes in real time. There wasn't much in the way of baskets made in the fourth quarter. According to Stats Inc., just seven made field goals combined in the wow. fourth quarter of this wow. win. Four by Phoenix, three shots made by the Clippers. Four of 19 for one team, three of 19 for the other team in the fourth. That is the fewest in the fourth quarter of a playoff game in over a decade since Nets-Cavs 2007 second round, a game five fourth quarter, just for the record. And two items from Mark Spears of the undefeated, the Suns scoring 84 points and still winning. Fewest points in a win by any team this season, including the regular season. 
And the Clippers, in I love this stat, in the fourth quarter tonight, the Clippers took a shot from the floor with a chance to take the lead 10 times and went 0 for 10. 12, 0 for 12, I thought it was, 0 for 12. go-ahead field goals, quoting Spears, oh, he says. Tied or go-ahead, yes. Go-ahead, uh, uh, go-ahead field goal attempts. So that's uh, the most misses without a make in the fourth quarter of a playoff game, he says, in the last 25 postseason. Wow. And then the Clippers just kept missing free throws. They lose a very, very close game when they shoot 66% on free throws. 21 of 32. That included DeMarcus Cousins' shot put from the foul line. In the That's misleading. <laughs> that the, DeMarcus Cousins had one. Paul George had one. And then um, somebody else. There was like three of those, three or four of those. What's misleading? That The free throw statistics. They missed 11 free throws and lost by four. Yeah, but four of them were thrown off the backboard. Four or five of them were thrown off the backboard. Uh, two were missed on purpose. No, it was not. It Paul was not. George Stop in it. and out, and then Cousins nearly broke the backboard. And Paul George threw one off the uh, the rim, too. Okay. Gosh, great. you guys argue with everything I say today. Great. You look, so, this is why I'm not allowed in studio. Great. So it's they missed yeah. nine free throws. They uh, were down wow. one in the final seconds. Do we all agree if they just, like Paul George again, did he not miss a real yes, free throw late yes, in the game? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Okay, Enough. you got that. Meanwhile, even with Chris Paul actually missing one free throw late, the Suns were still at 86% from the line. Not 66%. 86%. 18 of 21. Wow. We'll have a game five of the series in Phoenix on Monday night. The Suns were last in the NBA Finals in 1993 when they had Charles Barkley. The Montreal Canadiens were last in a final in 1993. And they're back with this team, this team that's about a 500 club. Montreal's coach Dominic Ducharme expects to return from COVID quarantine next Friday for Game 3. He missed the last four games of the semifinal. In Major League Baseball, there are two late games to the seventh inning in San Diego. The Padres have an eight-game winning streak on the line, and they're getting shut out by the Arizona Diamondbacks 8 to nothing. A D-backs team that is 21 and 56 on the season. That so is far. so awesome. That is so awesome. An Arizona team that has lost 24 consecutive road games is putting it to the Padres tonight. A's at Giants 2-2 in the top of the seventh inning. I still can't get over that. And by the way, the LA Times reporting tonight about Philip Anschutz. You may know the name because yes. he's the guy that helped get Staples Center built. He owns the LA Kings. He has agreed to sell his 27% stake in the Lakers Unbelievable. to the Dodgers owner, Mark Walter, and another Dodger owner, Todd Boley. According to the LA Times tonight, the billionaire is 81 years old, and he still owns the LA Kings and the LA Galaxy of MLS. Any sale would need approval from the NBA Board of Governors. The two Dodger guys are owners or among the owners of the L.A. Sparks, WNBA. But mm. Anschutz still owns the stake in Staples Center, which is the Lakers' home, the L.A. Kings' home. And it's only the Clippers' home for another few years. Back to you. Thank you, Steve Sager. This is Fox Sports Saturday. I am Aaron Torres. He is Arnie Spanier. Uh, follow Arnie on Spanier at Genius one Follow me on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. Bouncing around here a little bit in the second hour, as the Sager just told you, the Suns did beat the Clippers 84-80 to to go up 3-1 to in the Western Conference Finals. Want to switch gears a little bit again to the NFL. We just talked a little college baseball. Want to switch gears to the NFL, where uh, our buddy Tom Brady in the news a little bit this week, yeah. Arnie. Yeah. So he went on the shop, which is of course LeBron's, uh, you know, show, and uh, you know he does the show with uh, what's his name, Maverick Carter, and all these other guys. But 
Tom Brady was on the show talking about his free agency last year, which ultimately led him to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But he had something interesting to say, and I want to play it for the audience. There was a story in free agency. One of the teams, they were interested, and all of a sudden they weren't interested at the very end. I was sitting there thinking, you're sticking with that (laughs) Are you serious? (laughs) Tom probably had no desire to go to that team, but now it's like, why don't you want me? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. When I look back, I'm like, I just don't way I would have went to that team. (laughs) But they said they didn't want me, and I know what that means. I know what that feels like, and I'm going to you up because of that. All right, Arnie. Well, obviously, Tom Brady making a lot of headlines because we don't know exactly what team he was talking about, but uh, there has been some speculation. There has been some guessing. So I want to play a game with you, Arnie. Yeah. I want to play what team was Tom Brady talking about? I'm going to throw out a few names, and I want you to decide. Do you think it could have possibly been this team? So for the record, he obviously signed with the Bucks. I think we can probably eliminate the Chargers because obviously he signed before they drafted Justin Herbert. Uh, our buddy Colin Cowherd speculated, I believe, that uh, at various points that it could have been the Chicago Bears, which of yes, course had Mitch Trubisky. Right. Do you think it could have been the Chicago Bears that possibly, Tom possibly, um, and that would certainly cross my mind. You've got to go and look at the. Uh, situation, the time frame of when it was said. I don't think it was, but it's still a strong, uh, still a possibility that he could have been talking about Chicago. Another team that a lot of people do kind of feel like it could have possibly been the Tennessee Titans. Keep in mind, they were coming off an AFC championship game run last year. Uh, they signed Ryan Tannehill just a few short days to a long term, a few short days before Tom Brady signed with the Bucks. They signed Tom, uh, the Titans signed Ryan Tannehill to a long term extension. And remember, Tom Brady said, You're sticking with that guy. Could it have been the Titans, Arnie Spanier? I wouldn't think so because of the success they had. So he could say, Yeah, I don't know why you would stick with him. But I mean, with the success they had, and, and obviously um, they want to build on that. And he had a pretty good year also before the, the extension. I don't think it would have been Tennessee. I'd, I'd say no on that. I mean, possible, but I don't think so. I would say no as well, which brings me to the team that producer Bo is convinced that Tom Brady was talking about, the Los Angeles Rams. Now, keep in mind at the time, they had Jared Goff under a significant, huge, massive contract, but Tom Brady did say, you're sticking with that freaking right. guy? Do you believe it could have been the Los Angeles Rams that Tom Brady was talking about? I think out of the three that you've mentioned, they may have the best chance of it. But then again, I'm still going to say it wasn't that. Remember, Goff had um, had a pretty good year and gone to the Super Bowl, or maybe they had gone that far in spite of him. I don't know, but I don't. But and he's a lot younger, so I could I could see him understanding why they're going to go with a quarterback like that. So I'm going to say no on that one. I also just think it it was pretty unrealistic to sign a free agent quarterback for the Rams and then be able to trade the Jared Goff contract. I mean, the Jared Goff contract worked because you traded it uh, in exchange for another quarterback and you had to give away picks and all that stuff. I'm with you. I don't think it's the Rams. 
The team that a lot of people are speculating, and again, Tom Brady on the shop this week for people just tuning in, said that there was one team in free agency that he was feeling pretty good about, and at the last minute, they decided to quote-unquote stick with a guy, and he said, you're sticking with that, and then he used a not appropriate word for By the way, I loved it. We would never get that from when he was playing for the Patriots, so I'm so glad he's out from under Belichick's thumb. Now we get to hear the real Tom Brady, and I love the real Tom Brady, you know? I agree. Do you think this is the final team on my list, Arnie? And then if if I haven't hit it yet, you give me the team that you think it was. But much speculation was Tom Brady's hometown San Francisco 49ers. Who of I'm course- thinking that's yeah, that's where, you know, first of all, being up here um in Vermont, we followed a lot of the Patriots. There was some animosity between him and uh, you know Jimmy G. There's no doubt in my mind. Two, he forced Jimmy G out of town so badly that they only took a second-round pick to get him the hell out when you know, and I know, they could have gotten a first-round pick for him. Three, he wanted to be the guy that got him chased out twice. And by the way, they went to the Super Bowl in spite of Jimmy G and could have even won it except for that one bad throw. So... I can see Tom saying it about Jimmy G. I think there's some animosity there, you know? I believe as well that it was probably the San Francisco 49ers, and there was reports, no, it wasn't the 49ers, but it's for the reason you said. Belichick tried to replace Tom Brady in the middle of, uh, you know, him making deep playoff runs, winning AFC title, AFC East titles, going to Super Bowls, whatever, with Jimmy Garoppolo. And so, of course, there's some resentment. I believe the San Francisco 49ers were the team. Is there anybody else, Arnie, that it could possibly be? Um, I mean, you mentioned the other four. I went four or five. So I think if it wasn't, uh, obviously, San Francisco, we missed out. It was one of the other ones. But I'm going to stick with San Francisco. I thought Chicago, um, there may have been a, a chance there, but... I'm backing away from that one. I'm just going to stick with San Francisco in this one. I am going to go with San Francisco as well. Tom Brady clearly very upset. By the way, shout out to Board Up uh, Roberto with the great music underneath that segment. This is Fox Sports Saturday. I am Aaron Torres. He is uh, Arnie Spanier. They're clapping for me, Arnie. It's unbelievable. What, what you know? They the, love you. They the love audience you. loves yeah. me. You know who else they love? Steve DeSager. He's got stuff on the NBA playoff ratings, the NHL playoff ratings. This is Fox Sports Saturday. I'm Aaron Torres. He's Arnie Spanier. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 
6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with the new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com Toyota, let's go places Welcome back everybody Fox Sports Saturday I am Aaron Torres, he is Arnie Spanier lot going on in the world of sports tonight including game 5-4 of the Western Conference semifinals between the Suns and the Clippers. Suns win 84-80. to For more on that game and much more from the NBA playoffs, Steve Sager. Well, it was a great night for the former Arizona Wildcats. Roar! DeAndre Ayton had 19 points, 22 rebounds. You know, he was one of the highest paid players in Arizona's program history. Oh, stop it! You stop it! Very, very, very off proud. the top row. Wow! <laughs> in Suns' playoff history, still the record is Charles Barkley had a 24-rebound game and apparently a 23 rebound game as well, but 22 boards for Aiton tonight. I mentioned earlier that Phoenix hasn't been to the NBA Finals since they had Barkley 1993, and now they're one victory away, and Phoenix will be hosting Game 5 in the series on Monday night against Dunzo. the Clippers. Dunzo. He's already calling his shot, Yeah, as he often does. The last game in this series, by the way, the TV rating was great. Over 5.3 million viewers on Thursday wow. night. The night before, the East opener got 5.3 million viewers. And the night before that, that game with the Suns and the dunk at the buzzer, that was almost 5.3 million on Tuesday. That was up against an NHL playoff game at the same time Tuesday night. That was the Canadiens against Vegas. Opposite the NBA, that got under 1 million viewers on NBCSN, which was the series low. Now, granted, it's a Canadian team involved, so you're not going to get that ratings. Right, exactly. exactly. That was not But Vegas does pretty well when it comes to the ratings for for hockey, do they not? Yeah, it's not Boston or anything like that. But yes, you're correct. Uh, Still, under 1 million for that game Tuesday. In perspective... The Euro soccer tournament these last couple of weeks has been averaging close to 1 million viewers. Wow. And most of those games are weekdays, daytime. 
remember with a Canadian team in the NBA finals with Kawhi and the Raptors a couple years ago, you didn't, didn't have the Canadian market. Of course, they're not watching ABC up there. So the ratings were a bit down in those NBA finals. It had been about, with Golden State-Cleveland matchups, about 20 million viewers on average. Let me ask you this. Like, in, in Toronto, what's the difference between if the Raptors are in the finals compared to, like, the Leafs in the finals? Uh, Leafs just must dwarf them or no? In what sense? Well, just in, in the ratings. One's hockey, one's basketball, but i, I got to assume it's a, it's a Leafs town, so the ratings would be through the roof for the Leafs, but not so much. You would uh, think, because the Toronto yeah. Maple Leafs haven't been to the finals since the 60s, yeah. right? Up three games to one against Montreal yeah. this year. Unbelievable. Yeah, exactly. Everybody was expecting Montreal to go meekly oh. the season they had and the coaching change, and then they're with an interim coach, and they, he misses the last four games of the semis, and they're still in the Stanley Cup final. Unbelievable. Go, go figure that. By the way, with the, the Raptors in the NBA finals, the U.S. rating averaged about 15 million viewers instead of 20 million. But wow. I mentioned that the uh, the soccer has been averaging close to 1 million. There was last weekend the France-Portugal match, 1.8 million viewers. And uh, the France game before that against Germany, 1.5 million. England's game against Scotland in this tournament, 1.5 million. And tomorrow it's going to be number one ranked Belgium against Portugal and Cristiano Ronaldo in a round of 16 game. We do have an update on Olympic baseball, which starts up in late July in Tokyo. Dominican Republic has claimed the final baseball berth. They won a qualifier beating Venezuela 8-5. to Keep in mind, if you're a player on a major league 40-man roster, you are not eligible to leave and go play for your country in the Olympics. Although I have read that host Japan will be stopping at season and their stars will be playing. But in the small baseball tournament will be Japan, South Korea, U.S., Mexico, Dominican Republic now, and Israel. There were no baseball games in the Olympics for over a decade, but with Tokyo hosting now, it's back in. But... Paris is the next host in 2024, so we're not <laughs> expecting baseball. Yeah, in. They're not going to build baseball stadiums for two weeks' worth of games. But L.A. is the Olympic host for 2028, so baseball could likely be back in. And one note on the New York Mets. They did beat Philadelphia 4-3 today, two runs, bottom of the ninth, right after the Phillies had just tied at top of the yep. ninth. The starting pitcher was Jacob deGrom. No decision, but he had thrown... 31 straight scoreless innings. He allowed two whole runs today in his six innings of work. Shows you how great that Oral Hershiser streak was that set the record in 1988. He was unbelievable. He had 59 straight scoreless innings to end the season. And then another eight scoreless his next start to start the playoffs. But DeGrom, by allowing two whole runs, actually raised his ERA to 0.69. Wow. What was 0.50 coming in, right? Or something like that? Yeah, it was right around there. So actually, it got raised. That's just ridiculous how great he has been. And speaking of how great he has been, Toronto's Vladimir Guerrero Jr. leads the majors. He had his 26th homer today in a win against Baltimore. And he's batting 339. Not bad. Thank you, Steve DeSager. This is Fox Sports Saturday. Oh, wow, you're a mess. This is why I don't let you drive for crying out loud. You cut me off like you cut off drivers, old man. This is Fox Sports Saturday. I'm Aaron Torres. He is Arnie Spanier. Coming up, the Power Hour, Bernie Fratto, more reaction, Suns Clippers, Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, Fox Sports Radio. Oh, good evening, everybody. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, right here on Fox Sports Radio. It is the 
Power Hour, the show I want you to know. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's absolutely amazing because you see Discover's accepted at 99% of the places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. You ready to roll this hour, Torres, or what? After we do the make good for Discover? Yeah, absolutely, man. Wow. It's tough. You, you know what's so funny is it, it, I could tell that people just want to argue with me for argument's sake um, because earlier in the show I said it's over. Congratulations to the Suns for winning the NBA championship, right? That's in, did, I, did I not say that, Torres, or what? I declared it over, and then Michelle decided to tweet on it and said, Arnie is a fool. Phoenix has better fans and vibes than the Clippers. The Clippers will always be in the shadow of the fakers. Arnie used to live here, so he should know. Suns and Bucks in the finals. And obviously, she's picking the Suns. So we agree, but I'm a fool. So people just pick it on me for no reason tonight, Torres. That's what's going on here. Two things can be true at once. Yes. Is that you can agree and you can also be a fool, right? Not in this situation. Why not? Because I said I'm going with the Suns, and then she says you're a fool for going with the Suns when the Suns are going to win it. It makes no sense whatsoever. Maybe your arguments have been so distorted and confusing <laughs> that you you have America I, on tilt right now. The, I don't know. Tilt, I think it, I said it's O V E R, and the Suns have won the championship. Congratulations! If that's too much for our audience, my goodness, they must be uh, throwing down some beers tonight. That's all I can tell you. Uh, Bertie Frato will join us at 20 past the hour. We'll go out to Vegas see what going on there. By the way, Calbert sent this in uh, for the Stanley Cup Game 3 Montreal Tampa at the Bell Center. Currently the cheapest price, the cheapest ticket to get in, $11,250 uh, for a pair. I'm assuming that's Canadian, but that's a hell of a lot of money, uh, Torres, to, to go see your uh, Montreal Canadiens in the Stanley Cup. Well, they're only letting in, what, 3,500 people? Yes, yes. Oh. Um, that, give or take. I don't know the exact amount, but yes, you're right about that. I will tell you, I, I don't want to get political here, but I'm going to for a second. I hear so much complaints about this country and this and that. We are so far ahead of the game on the vaccine rollout. Canada still only allowing 3,500 fans. I have a friend in Canada that is just now starting to plan trips for the fall because they haven't been able to leave the country. So credit to everybody that's done such a great job of getting us uh, through this pandemic over the last couple months. Do part of you think they should just open it up and let everybody get into the Bell Center? And uh, Because uh, I guess allegedly there's talk that they're going to open up the border on July 21st. I mean, we're talking, what, give or take three weeks? Should they just say, all right, let, let the fans in? It's the Stanley Cup Finals and the and the Canadians are in? Or that doesn't make a difference whatsoever, I guess? I don't know what the... All I know is that the vaccine rollout has been significantly slower there than it yes. is here. And yes, so that is true. I yes. don't want to speculate because I don't know off the top of my head what percentage is vaccinated, what the hospital uh, capacities are right now. So clearly this decision was made for a reason. So... Until I see data that tells me otherwise, I would just say, you know, if, if the, the folks in Canada feel like it's the right thing to do, I'm not going to criticize. Well, that's fair enough. But again, I'm I'm very close to the border. I'm, what, about 15, 20 minutes, and we get a lot of news on the border. I think one of the reasons why they said they were going to open it up is that if, if they get over 75%, they feel good about it. I think it was right around 74%. You did hear stuff about them not... Um, getting vaccinated, but I think it's picked up quite recently. So we'll see what happens. That That's fair enough on that. But
But obviously the big story tonight, the Suns and the Clippers, the Suns win it. They go up three games to one. I, I really do think the, the series is over. I want to see the Suns win it. Um, I think they put away the Clippers in the very next game when they have a chance to go ahead and finish it out in Phoenix. I don't think they want to go any more than that. Plus, they'll want to rest while Milwaukee and Atlanta go at each other. The Suns have been a, a phenomenal team all year long. They've been great in the regular season. Um, I, I think it's pretty much done. It's just too bad that Kawhi Leonard is not at full strength and not able to play. I'd like to see both teams at full strength. I'd like to see teams at both strength. I don't think based on what we saw from Kawhi Leonard today, he's playing in game five. No, uh, no, for people no. who missed it, he was sitting in a box by himself. He looked comatose. I mean, maybe he's on some really good pain medication, and that that's what's going on there. But as you alluded to earlier, it was a, it was a big run by the Clippers. They cut to him in the box. You're waiting for him to basically show any human emotion at all but he won't show you any yes i arnie i don't even think he blinked it's like Kawhi blinked <laughs> twice if you know if, if you got a, a pulse right now and not only did he not clap not only did he not cheer for his teammates as they were making a run he didn't move and so i i don't want to over speculate off of that one little uh whatever you want to call it caption or whatever but i don't think he's playing basketball anytime soon another story i brought up is that devin booker took off his mask i guess rachel nichols was reporting after the game that devin booker told the doctors, the trainers, whatever you want to say, I'm taking off the mask. If I get hit in the nose, I'll just have to have surgery. Um, wow, because you're not going to have to have surgery now. He's taking a pretty big risk. But I guess it was, that, that thing was so uncomfortable on him that he's like, the hell with it. There's no way. And he said, you know how many times you actually get hit in the face? I don't know. I, I thought you get hit in the face a couple times a game. I, I think it's a little bit of a risk, but I can see why he's going to want to do it. He just doesn't feel comfortable playing in that thing right now, Aaron. Does that make you like Devin Booker more? I mean, he's kind of got this reputation. Oh, he's a pretty boy. He's dating a Kardashian slash Jenner, whatever. I mean, he took a pretty hard hit, and he's just basically saying, you want to hit me again? Come at me. Uh, Come at me, L.A. Clippers. I'm not afraid of you. So does it make you like him a little bit more that he's willing to do that? Of course, yes, absolutely. It makes me like him a little more until, God forbid, something happens, he gets hurt, and something happens to his career, and then we have to come back on there and go, what is he, stupid? Why would he do that and risk his career? Why would the doctors and the trainers, I blame them also? And that's exactly what you're going to say. That's exactly what I'm going to say. You know that, and I know that. Well, if it is some kind I I believe if it was career threatening they wouldn't let him do it but on the flip side what did he say I'll get surgery and it's like well could it knock him out of these playoffs and so what I would say is if it is that serious where if he gets hit he would need surgery and have to miss the playoffs this kind of reminds me it's no different than when a pitcher uh, you know wants to keep throwing and the, the manager has to do what's in the pitcher's best interest and the team's best interest maybe this is one where the doctors have to step in and say look we know it's not comfortable but you could be out for the playoffs if you get hit in the face again so I'll be curious you know I, I hope somebody asks him about this as a follow-up like were you joking like you might need to get surgery if you get hit in the face again because that's an interesting thought if he is in fact going out there and he's putting maybe potentially his playoff run on the line do we have post sound on that uh, guys uh if you have let me know because we'll see i want to hear that um, on what uh, Devin Booker had to say. What, By the way, who should have the ultimate decision? You say the ultimate decision. Who should have it? Is it Devin Booker? Is it the coach? Is it the trainer? Is it the doctors? Or ultimately, does it have to be the player himself to, to make the ultimate decision? Well, you just told me 30 seconds ago that it shouldn't be up to the player, that it should be up to well, the Well, I'm doctors. asking you. I'm asking you. Go ahead. 
what I just said 20 seconds ago, where if it's the if it's something that if he gets hit again and it would knock him out of the playoffs, then I do think it's up to the trainers to step in and say, "Look, dude." Oh. Oh, well, you Go can't ahead. you can't be like that though, Aaron. You get it right off the bat. You can't say, "Well, if it's the worst case scenario, then it's the trainer's fault, and if nothing happens, the then wor- it's the, the worst case." Do that, the though. worst case scenario is in play, though. Like the like, you could be like, "Well, if uh, you know so and so goes out, they you know the worst case scenario when I when I leave the Fox Sports Radio studios is I walk across the street and get hit by a car. That's not, not good, likely, yes. right? But getting hit in the nose in a game, yeah. That I don't want to say it's likely, but it's certainly possible. Yeah. So that's that's my that's where I would differentiate is is uh, you know there's a difference between worst case scenario that's almost certainly not going to happen and worst case scenario that very easily could happen. And I don't know if he was just the thing is you know we're doing this show live and and we can't hear the sound and the audio right, and all that stuff. Right, right. So was it tongue in cheek when he said, eh, "If I got to get surgery, I got to get surgery," or was right, it like, right, right, "Hey, right. one more of these bad boys, I'm gonna have to go under the knife." So it's hard to know in this exact moment. No, you're right. And Rachel Nichols, I'm, I mean, I'm reading this off Twitter. I'm not hearing it myself. Exactly. Also, so we're going by a quote or a tweet or something like that. Very tough to to kind of figure it out. Um, we do have sound. Here's Devin Booker or talking about um, taking the mask off and the ramifications. Here's what he had to say. When did you decide you were going to ditch the mask? I just think I took it off after I missed the layup. You know, I said after the game, you know, if, if I get hit again, which you don't realize how much you get hit in the face until, until you take it off, um, that, you know, I, I can get surgery after the season. And, you know, I'm not blaming anything on the mask, but, you know, I haven't played basketball with, with the mask ever in my life. So, you know, it, it takes some it takes some getting used to. And, you know, at that point in that time, you know, I didn't I didn't want it. Ooh. Well, there you go. Well, that did sound a little bit more concerning than I originally thought. But I, he said after the season, though, too. Right. After the, well, is, I'm a little confused. Is it be, He made it sound like he was going to have to have surgery either way after the season, or am I reading too much into that quote, Aaron? I'm, I'm not sure. I didn't necessarily uh. hear that, but I'm not saying you're wrong on it. I, I just heard him say, and if I got to get surgery after the season, I'll get surgery after the season. That's a lot different than uh, I get one more of these knocks in the face. And it is interesting because I was watching the game and I right. know exactly what play he's talking about where he had a little kind of runner floater layup type thing and he just completely missed that. I said, this guy is not right. And so uh, it, it's interesting that that play was the one that ultimately made him uh, make that decision because it was a play that I was watching in real time like, wait a second now. Uh, he does not look right out there, and apparently he felt the same way. Uh, do you still think that the Clippers are um, just as good or any better without Kawhi? It's starting to see that they're starting to wear down a little bit. Maybe they were playing with adrenaline when he first went out, but they're not going to go in advance without him. They need him to go ahead and be able to get to the championship, but it's just not going to work for them right now, you know? I I don't think they're better without him. I just made the argument that right. when we were talking in hour one and it was a one-point game in the third quarter, that an argument could be made at that moment. But you could see down the stretch, they just, you know, Paul George just, unfortunately, I feel bad for the guy. He's just not consistent enough. He finished 5 for 20 from the field today, 1 for 9 from 3, 12 for 18 from the foul line, including, mm. a, a, you know, a couple misses there late. And so, uh, you know, I feel bad. I don't think Paul George is that guy uh, to, to, to kind of take you over the top, and certainly not with the pieces around him. We talked a little bit about it in, in, in hour one, is when you don't have Kawhi, 
um, you know, it just means that you need basically an uh, a, an out of world game from a Reggie Jackson, a Terrence Mann, somebody like that, and to ask one of those guys to to, to get you twenty eight, thirty two, thirty four every single night just probably isn't realistic. What are they going to do next year? If the Clippers do get eliminated, do they just go at, they have to add a, a big three, right? Or am I starting to panic a little bit and don't worry about it because they just had injuries and they would have won it this year? I still think they need to get that one more piece. I, I think they're missing something and they've got to find that something somewhere there. Well, it's it's tough because who are you going to get? I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know who would be available, but obviously if you want somebody the caliber of Damian Lillard, if he's even available, uh, you're going to have to give up something really good. Oh, I would love him. I, yeah. I, I mean, there's Beal, somebody like that, yeah. of course. I mean, what about Simmons? Do you have any interest in getting somebody like him or not really? I don't think so, and I'll tell you why. It's because you see tonight, and I know Kawhi's not playing and all that, right? but you score 80 points, you need more offense. You know, the defense with Pat Bev and, and Kawhi and, and even Paul George, the defense isn't the problem. So I don't know what Ben Simmons really solves other than reshuffling the deck chairs. Well, I've always told you 16 points, uh, 8 rebounds, 8 assists. That's what he solves during the regular season. Now, if you could do that in the regular season, I see no why, no reason why you can't do that in the playoffs. I think it's mental with him. If I don't have to give up, um, obviously, a big-name player, and I don't think I do, I know the the salaries have to come close to matching, he gets a lot of money. That's the only thing holding me back. What is it, about $140-something million, $147 million over the next four years? That's a lot of money, Aaron. That's the only thing holding me back from getting somebody like him because I still think he could be fixed. Well, yeah, I think he can be fixed, and and it's tough because it is that risk-reward, cost-benefit analysis of – there is still like like the guy was an all star this yes, year. Yes, yes. So so there's something there, but what we talked about a lot last weekend, and I was filling in for Plank on Sunday, is the idea that uh, the teams that he would be interested in playing for, like they need guys that can play right now. And so whoever it would be, the the Lakers, the Clippers, the Portland, whoever. Golden State. Golden Remember, State. I gave you that last week, and you kind of poo-pooed it, and then all of a sudden everybody was talking about it. He'd be a great fit for the Warriors, I think. I'm just trying to figure out what would you have to give up, and I I, I see what you're well, saying. Obviously, Wiseman might be the first one on that list, but... Yeah, I, I I don't know what you'd have to give up. Obviously, you'd want to keep the, the, the core three with him. I, I don't think it's terrible, but I don't know. We'll, I don't know. I, 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 of all the options, it, it it's the it's the best of the teams that are good enough to be legitimate. Like, because there's always the argument: send him to Orlando, send him to OKC, let him kind of regain right, his form right. and all that stuff. But of the teams that are legitimate, I think they're the best one. All right, you want to get in, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm in stinking genius one. When we get back, Bernie Fratto stops on by. We go straight out to Vegas live. Bernie's going to tell you about the biggest bet that just came in. We'll tell you for who and why. That's coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. 
BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. All right, good evening, everyone. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, right here on Fox Sports Radio for hot water that never runs out. Go tankless with Nevion. Nevion tankless water heaters provide endless hot water for spotlight comfort. Visit tanklessmadesimple.com. Save hundreds with local rebates. Tanklessmadesimple.com. We go out to our guest straight out of Vegas. It's our buddy Bernie Fratto. How you doing tonight, Bernie? Well, gentlemen, if you're feeling saucy, I just got the updated NBA odds. You can get the Clippers at 20 to 1 to win it all. Wow. Yeah. Um, Good luck on that. That's throwing uh, money out the window. Yeah, I was gonna say I'll be saving my money. Well, you for know, the... I, well, you know, not for nothing. Chris Paul's not exactly stellar with three to one series leads. Just saying. Just saying. I'll, well, I'll save my drink. Yeah. I'll save my money for the forty dollars drinks at Caesar's pool. <laughs> better spending of the money there. Um, you told me that somebody came in and made the biggest single bet recently. Um, what's going on there, Bernie? What's happening? Well, he's back. Jim Mattress Mac McInville. I love this that guy. week. Placed a two million dollar wager to win twenty million on the Houston Astros at ten to one to win the World Series. William Hill. Officials at William Hill confirmed that Wednesday. What's really cool is the bet was actually placed in Indiana on the William Hill app, and they approved it. And so that just shows you how far we've come now oh. since PASPA was overturned in, in 2018. And here we go. Seventy year old, what, what, I think he's 70 years old. And obviously he's become very well-known the past few years for making these huge, right. large wagers, right? So William Hill did say 
Obviously, if this bet, if the Houston Astros win the World Series, he'll be getting uh, $22 million. That would wow. be the largest reported payout in U.S. Mm-hmm. sports betting history. Just one quick question. In the last two years, do we know how much he's – is he up or is he down? I haven't – I stopped keeping track. I don't even know. He's down. Oh, yeah, wow. He's down, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he likes those fish bets, man. He likes shooting BBs at the moon. It's always a long <laughs> shot with him. So how do – Casino. So, like, uh, you know, when I was in Vegas last time, I was at the Circa, and they had taken that day, like, this massive bet on some NASCAR long shot. I think it was uh, the week that NASCAR was in town in Vegas. How do, is there anything the books can do to protect themselves? I mean, you know, 20, $22 billion is a big check to write. I mean, what, what do they do in a situation like this besides do a lot of praying? Well, they have risk managers, Aaron, and yeah. obviously when they're approached, and it happens all the time, uh, they'll get together and they might not even decide for 24 hours, but they'll, they'll do the math. It's purely a mathematical equation based on probabilities, and, you know, as we all know, there's nicer chandeliers and $40 drinks at the pool and all that, so Vegas still is out, comes out ahead, but to your, to your point, what they do is they just run the math and the probabilities, and when they decide the risk is worth it, they take it. Yeah, with that being said, the sports books are worried about which NBA team because it could cost them a lot of dough. Yeah, you know, it's good. Yeah, Ernie, good point. Uh, look, the Lakers and Nets are out, so the sports books have now turned their full attention to rooting against the Atlanta Hawks to win the NBA title. We've talked about this. The Hawks are currently the biggest liability for us, uh, several Las Vegas sports books because you've got some outstanding payouts. One for a million, one for a million and a half, one for nine hundred thousand. Uh, Betty MGM confirmed it took a ten thousand dollar wager before the season started to win one point five million on the Hawks when they were one hundred and fifty to one. William Hill recently took a five thousand bet, uh, checked out a five thousand dollar bet to win five hundred thousand wow. at one hundred to one. Look, and the Hawks are still twelve to one. And they're catching four points at home tomorrow against Milwaukee. They're live. Uh, they're live. I'm, I'm actually really enjoying these playoffs because, and here's why. Every day in America, a new star is born. And it's no longer, you can't say it's the KT, LeBron, Steph, Kawhi League. They're not playing. Who's it going to be? Trey, Giannis, Paul George? Is it going to be Chris Paul finally? Devin Booker? I think the stories that are developing, even though the games are unartful and it takes, uh, you know, 33 minutes to play the last 90 seconds because our replay yeah. system's a complete yeah. farce, I'm still very much enjoying these playoffs. I hope you weren't listening to Hour 1 because Arnie just crapped all over these playoffs and talked wow. about how terrible they were. And I'm with you. I, Boy, I think why are the foul language tonight? Never, never mind. <laughs> nah, l- l- listen, what I was saying. I know, saying, Bernie. He's so foul. What I was saying when the <laughs> mic went off to the producers about Arnie's performance tonight was much worse than what I just said there. Anyway, let's switch gears. NFL. Remember, re- remember, remember now, they are led, the Phoenix Center, led by DeAndre Ayton from... University not, of Arizona. I was, was going to say, not the United States. If That's where yes. I thought you were going with that. But All right, NFL, uh, I hear there's a scheduling quirk that everybody needs to know about, Burn. Well, as we talked about, uh, there are about 15 interesting schedules. I haven't come up with a better word than quirk, but there are 15, and then I said with 15 weeks to go, we're going to do one a week, and now we're, we've got like, you know, 11 weeks to go before the NFL kicks off. But this is kind of cool, I think, because in week 16, there's a possibility that you could see Jacksonville 
Well, they will play the New York Jets, but you could see Jacksonville, if Trevor Lawrence starts that day, score off against Zach Wilson if he starts that day. And if both of them start, it would be only the fourth time in history between rookie QBs that were selected first and second overall in the history of the draft. The first time it happened, Drew Bledsoe and Rick Meyer back in 1993, and then Peyton wow. Manning versus Ryan Leaf in 1998. And then uh, just six years ago, Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota. This year takes on, I think, a little bit different dimension because of the situation with Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer and Zach Wilson coming out of BYU. But that'd be pretty cool. It wouldn't happen until week 16, but I think that would bring some eyeballs. Are you uh, getting into the Westgate Super Contest or what, my friend Bernie, huh? I I, I don't get in that anymore. That's the one that Fezzik... uh, one back-to-back, going back to, I think, 2006, 2007. There's been a lot of changes. The last year I was in it was 2015. I was 57%, and I finished like 209th. Wow. <laughs> well, when you, when you get to the law of large numbers, this is what happens, right? It's become what I call the American Idol for for handicappers because it's it's always somebody who's like a Starbucks barista, not joking, <laughs> a Starbucks barista won it one year. And so every year, yeah. But, uh, Arnie, I'm glad you brought it up because there are some big changes. Uh, The Westgate is cutting the price on their super contest, and they're now expanding the number of ways to win, which I think is a good thing. It used to be $1,500 to enter. Now it's down to $1,000. And in addition to that, the competition's going to include nine in-season contests to go along with the overall title, which now means if you win first place overall, it's probably projected to pay about five hundred grand. It had been over a million. But they're now going to pay the top 30 finishers, and they're also going to have three six-week contests, six three-week contests, and it's going to be real nice because there's an 18-week schedule, so there's some symmetry there. And they're not small payouts. They're payouts of like $100,000, $50,000, all the way down to $5,000, plenty of ways to win. Probably a good time to share with everybody. The Westgate will also have their annual Super Contest weekend, August 27th and 28th, and they'll be giving out 10 free contest entries if you come on out. There's a four-man scramble golf tournament, a nice banquet, and uh, panels. They do a real nice job, and as as everybody knows, and remember, folks, you're listening to your show, a very popular show in 17 countries and 134 languages. You can come to Vegas, sign up for the contest, and have a proxy get your picks in for you every week so you don't wow. have to live in Vegas to get to be in the contest. Last that. one for me, Burn. we got about a minute left. Uh, real quick, I, you know, it's just kind of vague. You can take it wherever you want. But more people than ever, I would suspect, will be gambling, certainly legally in this country this fall on football. Uh, what can they be doing now? What advice do you give somebody that's trying to trying to get ready for the fall with college football and the NFL? Well, I think you try to do your homework and look ahead to find what you would call market inefficiencies, certain lines. Uh, for instance, I know the Detroit Lions are a seven-point underdog late in the season against somebody very good. Skips my mind. We believe that line will cross over 10 when that day comes. So if you want to bet the look-ahead line, you fade the Lions now getting laying seven because come November that line might look uh, really attractive, right, when you get it now, plus the over-under college football totals, and we're going to get into those things in future weeks. But I think you try to look for a market inefficiency if you're willing to tie up your money for six months. No hockey, Bernie? No, no little love for the Montreal Canadiens or what? Top credit to the Montreal Canadiens because, as we talked about two weeks ago, the Golden Knights were minus 600, the largest Woo! in 20 years, and the, and the Canadians got it done. And trust me, they earned it. They did a hell of a job. 
I love it. Bernie Fratto, straight out of Vegas, coming up at the top of the hour. It's a must-listen to. Bernie, always a pleasure, my friend. We'll catch up with you later on. Okay, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate All it. Right, Thank uh, you, Bernie. Take care. Bernie Fratto, you got to listen to him coming up at the top of the hour. I do want to get to the Jalen Rose story. We'll touch on that a little bit. First, though, here comes DeSager, a final check of the night to see what's trending. What's going on, DeSager? A lot of NBA to get to in a moment, but... Guys, the Arizona Diamondbacks are about to win a road game. It's in bottom of the ninth inning at San Diego. 10-0 Arizona leads. Wow. They have wow. lost 24 straight on the road. Longest such streak in the majors since 1900. Their last road win was late April on the Madison Bumgarner seven-inning no-hitter. It's been that long. I was hoping they'd lose the rest of the year, but I didn't, you know, <laughs> That whatever. is typical. Artie <laughs> Spanier right there. Oh, stop it. You know when a team's 0-15, you root against them? Stop it. Yeah, I don't know. You do, I really don't have emotions about the Arizona Diamondbacks winning or losing, <laughs> unlike you, anyone losing. Uh, Arizona, another one of your former cities, by the way, yeah. there, Phoenix. Eduardo Escobar, four hits, five RBIs tonight. They're up 10 nothing on a Padre team that has won eight in a row. Arizona's record the last 37 games, road or home, 3-34. and 34 That's pretty good. Coming into tonight, and here they're up 10 nothing. The other late game is tied bottom of the ninth, A's 4-4 at San Francisco. Now to the NBA stuff. Low-scoring game four of the West Final, but Phoenix won it. They're up three games to one, beat the Clippers in L.A., 84-80. to DeAndre Ayton, 19 points, 22 rebounds. Devin Booker fouled out with 25 points. Kawhi Leonard of the Clips was out again, missing a sixth straight game with a sprained knee. Paul George had 23 points, 16 rebounds, but was 5 of 20 shooting from the floor. Clippers had problem at the foul line, just 21 of 32 overall. Suns were last in the NBA Finals 1993. They can clinch a spot with Game 5 at home in Phoenix on Monday night. Chris Paul just 6 of 22 shooting from the floor tonight. He did have 18 points in a victory. The shooting was just horrid, especially in the fourth quarter. Horrible. These two teams combined to miss 16 straight shots in the fourth quarter from about 10 minutes left to about 6 minutes to go. As Coach Tyron Lue of the Clippers said, we had a chance to take the lead on 12 different possessions and couldn't do it. And that includes 0 for 10 from the floor with a chance for the lead in the fourth and couldn't do it. So the point total in the fourth quarter, Suns 15 points, Clippers 14 points, and that's how the last 12 minutes ended. I'm sure they got a good TV rating. I mean, we were all watching. It was close. It was exciting. It just wasn't good shooting percentage. We mentioned that it's been a good week for NBA TV ratings, about 5.3 million viewers per game. That thriller in Phoenix on Tuesday night, for example, was the highest rated TV show of the evening, cable or otherwise. Last weekend, we had a couple of Game 7s, by the way. And needless to say, those got great numbers, each over yeah, 6 million. does, yeah. When the Nets lost in overtime last Saturday night to the Bucks in a Game 7, that was 6.9 million viewers. That's the number two NBA game of the whole year in TV ratings, number one being the Lakers on Christmas with 7 million. So they've been doing very well recently. By the way, L.A. Clippers assistant Chauncey Billups, who's in his first season as an assistant, will likely be Portland's new head coach. The Dallas Mavericks' new coach will be Lakers assistant Jason Kidd. Their new general manager will be Nico Harrison from Nike. A reminder, the East Finals has a Game 3 Sunday night in Atlanta, tied at a game apiece with 
with Milwaukee. Alex Bowman won the NASCAR race at Pocono. There's another Cup Series event tomorrow. Teammate Kyle Larson had a flat tire on the final turn of the final mm. lap. This is the guy Larson who had won the last four weekends in a row until today. Bubba Watson is tied for the one-stroke lead at the Travelers. Jason Day is tied for second. He shot 62 yesterday. In soccer's Euro tournament, Denmark, the feel-good story, still alive. Advanced to the quarterfinals, shutting out Wales 4-0. And Italy is undefeated in its last 31 games. It won in overtime today, 2-1 against Austria as the round of 16 started today. Italy had posted 11 straight shutout victories until today. Next, it'll face the winner of tomorrow's Belgium versus Portugal matchup. As for the Dodger game on Fox TV tonight, LA 3-2 over the Cubs on Cody Bellinger's solo homer bottom of the ninth. Part of the country saw the game from Boston. Red Sox beat the Yankees again 4-2. Aaron Judge struck out to end the game with two men on. Detroit split a doubleheader at home against Houston. Cleveland at Minnesota was rained out. It'll be made up in mid-September. Seattle at the White Sox was suspended by rain so it'll resume tomorrow, scoreless in the third inning. Tampa Bay won again, their first place in the AL East. They've won four straight, beat the Angels 13-3. Halos have lost five in a row. Milwaukee scored six runs bottom of the eighth to defeat Colorado 10-4. Mets got two bottom of the ninth to edge Philadelphia 4-3. And Toronto's Vladimir Guerrero Jr. hit his 26th homer, which leads the majors. Blue Jays beat Baltimore 12-4. And maybe you saw the finish of the College World Series, essentially semifinal at what it was tonight. Mississippi State, a Eliminated Texas 4-3 with a run bottom of the ninth. So the best of three finals start Monday against Vanderbilt, which advanced to the finals when by NC the, State couldn't way, to, play. To say, I don't mean to cut you off. Did you see that had NC State won yesterday, essentially this would have been the championship? Like, like they would have had. That's to, right. They would. They would not have been able to continue. Right. It's insane. Yeah. So basically, if if they had won, if NC State had won yesterday, they would have advanced to the championship. And essentially, whoever won this Texas Mississippi State, which ended up being a, a double, you know, that du- would be a the survivor dip. tonight. Unbelievable. Yeah. So. And and remember, they asked NC State before the game yesterday, okay, you're down to 13 players on your roster. Do you want to play or just forfeit this game and yep. come back tomorrow? And they at least played it, lost 3-1, and they were expecting to come back and play today. No game today. Season's over. Now, we're getting a lot of uh, tweets to Sager about you all over uh, Europe right now. Did you say <laughs> Did you say overtime instead of extra oh, time? Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. I actually, did you say uh, overtime? Yes, absolutely, on purpose, because ours is an American sports audience. If we say added extra time, which is the proper terminology, no. some people will no. say, you mean they scored after 90 minutes? No. Or it was in the 15 no. minutes? I got people texting going, Wee oui, wee, oui, you idiot! What's wrong with you, you dumb American? I'm sorry, what were they saying, Ernie? <laughs> what were they doing? They're texting you. Did you give out your phone number? <laughs> no, that's on purpose. It was an overtime soccer oh, game today. I'm not saying that it would have been two nil either if that was the final. <laughs> that's not a soccer term. That's just British. All right, thank you, the mm-hmm. Sager, Aaron Torres, Artie Spaniard, Aaron underscore Torres. I've been sticking to just one. You heard what Jalen Rose said this week when he said that uh, Kevin Love is only on the Olympic team because he's the token white guy and that DeAndre Ayton should have been on the team instead of him. Forget the fact that DeAndre Ayton isn't a U.S. citizen, which I would think have to be one of the reasons to be on the Team USA. My first question to you is, what did you think of the comments? And two, why isn't he catching more grief or is he catching enough grief? And why has he come out with some type of apology? Like, you know what? I've had a brain cramp. I'm a moron for saying something like that. I uh, Is he is he going to be held responsible or what, uh, Torres? 
I don't think he's going to be hold resp- held responsible. My reaction was the first thing that I think a lot of people was, was I said, wait a second now. I know Kevin Love was there in 2012. I said, I don't think there was a, a white guy or a Hispanic guy or an Asian guy. I, I think we sent an all-black team in 2016. And, and 04 and 08 too, yes. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't even think about that. But, like, the point yeah. is, is that literally the last Olympics, we sent an all-African-American yes. team. And I don't remember anyone feeling like it was even remotely controversial. Um, I mean, you can argue that Kevin Love isn't one of the 12 best players. Yes. But I think I think when you factor in that, uh, you know, it's a late season, there's certain guys that just aren't going to be able to do it. Uh, you're looking for veterans, because keep in mind, this is a pretty young Olympic team. Devin Booker's on the team. Jason Tatum's on the team. Bam Adebayo. You know, you're looking for veteran experience in there somewhere. So, it was idiotic. It, frankly, it was racist. Uh, but 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 it my was. big thing yes, was, was yeah. yeah I'll, I'll wrap and toss it back to you. But I was just going to say my first reaction was, wait a second. Now we sent an all black team in 2016 and nobody cared at all, and we won the gold. So is he just hoping it just blows on over, and when he gets back on the air, he's not going to say anything about it? I mean, look, and I don't mind it. This is the way I think it should be when we do sports talk radio. If I say the the Suns are going to win 102 to 50. And they lose one hundred two to fifty. Well, am I just going to come on the air and say nothing about it? Am I just going to say oh, that, that, forget about it? I don't want to talk about that. I, I, I don't understand how it could just blow on over. You can't say, have any mea culpa and, and apologize or say I was wrong or got this one wrong, Torres. I mean, you gotta as, as much as you want to talk about the ones you got about right. You got to talk about the ones you got wrong. Also, I'm assuming. Well, and I'll say this too is that I think part of it is on the TV producers and the people in the the studio because you know. Arnie, you know, our produ- and I've worked in TV as well. TV producers, radio, they know what we're going to talk about and in general where we're going to go with stuff. And so my understanding is, and I could be wrong, but I think that show that he set it on is a pre-tape show. Okay. So you know that they prepped in some way, shape, or form. There was some kind of meeting about what are we going to talk about today. And somebody's got to step in and say, like, if you're going to say this, like, there need to be actual facts to back it up, which there aren't. Because, again, what would you say? Three out of the last four Olympics we've sent. Uh, 04, 08, and 16. So, yeah. So three out of the last five Olympics, we've sent an all African American team. And then, oh, by the way, whatever you do, don't bring up the idea that we should be sending a guy who isn't even American to play for the U.S. Olympic team. But he so. has Twitter, though. Can't you apologize on Twitter or say I was wrong on Twitter? That should be less painful. Up, oh, you got me. I'm a knucklehead. Uh, sorry about that. And move on, you know? I will say that. First of all, uh, you know, and it plays into what Jay Williams said earlier in the week, which was, you know, congratulations to the Boston Celtics on hiring their first coach of of color. And of of course, there have been now six in the history of the organization, (laughs) including Doc Rivers, who was there like eight years ago. And, and and he claimed that he was hacked. And so it's just like, you know, at some point, it, and Arnie, we do this all the time. We make terrible oh, yes. predictions, statements, comments, whatever. There, I don't think there's anything our audience appreciates more than us saying, wow, I really whiffed on that one. I screw, I'm an idiot. I screwed up. And so I'm with you. Like Jay Williams, or, or Jay, Jalen Rose as well. Hey, wow, like, whoa, I was just, it, uh, I wasn't thinking, but go ahead. Suppose I said, well, congratulations to the Suns. They're going to go to the first time to, ever to the championship. And you said to me, well, they, they went 93. And I went, eh, so what? No, it's the first time they're ever going. I, exactly. I'd, say, oh, what? I'd say, oh, you're right, Torres. What am I thinking about, you know? 
You're right. No, it's, and and yeah, go ahead. It's it was just a, it's just amazing that there's uh, you know no accountability here. I Look, agree. we gotta we gotta come back. We gotta get to our picks. I wanted to get to that tour of the France story. We'll see if we will get to it all. <laughs> all that coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, Taurus, it is over, Taurus, and I'm not talking about the show. It is over. Your career or what? Oh, no, wow. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, Paul George. Tell Uh-oh. me again. Now, we don't hear the comments again. We're just reading it. So tell me if I'm overstating this. Paul George um, on being able to brush off game four loss. It's on to the next one. As a veteran, you just learn not to let games linger. I've done a good job of that. I still live a wonderful life and have an amazing family I'm on top of the world regardless of the outcome. Okay. So I, I do have a thought on this. Yes, go ahead. Whenever you pull out the... I have a better life than you. <laughs> not not even the I have a better life than you. The There are things bigger than basketball. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. There are things bigger than basketball. But yes. like we pay you $30 million a year to play basketball. So I'm. It's great that you you're a great father and a great husband and your wife have a great relationship and uh you know whatever. But whenever they pull that out, it means man, I'm really not playing. You know this job that they're paying me thirty million dollars a year to do. I'm really not doing that job very well right now. Aren't we all supposed to be great parents and great uh, family leaders, regardless of by the way, how much you make? I'm just wondering on that. You by know? the way, see, he does this whole life is great thing. Yeah, life is yeah. great because you get paid $30 million to play basketball. Now make a foul shot every once in a while, man. Yeah, but that does turn off people, too. They're like, oh, yeah, life's great when you're making um, $40 million a year, and the rest of us schlubs are not making that. So, you know, people can get uh, offended over something like that, you know? Well, we'll see. I just, I, I just sit here and say, man, like, come on, man. Just, I, I, I understand, I guess, but at the same time, it's like, dude, come on, man. Don't pull out the life is great whether we win or lose card. There's a lot of people paying a lot of money to see yes, you try exactly. to win. Uh, by the way, did you see that knucklehead that held up the sign during the Tour de France, and it actually hit one of the bicyclists, <laughs> and it caused a big, a big pileup. I mean, gosh, what an idiot that guy is! Look at me, look at me. I'm holding up a sign, and look what you did, you knucklehead, you. I shouldn't laugh so hard because I'm sure there were people that were like seriously injured. But yes. the video is hysterical. Like the, the it's a person who's the the bike the bicyclists are all I think it's a female all coming her way. She's looking the exact opposite direction right, as if right. there's something going on other than the bike race. And then uh, obviously a cyclist hits it. It leads to a, a little bit of a domino effect and uh, absolutely a little crazy. bit of a domino effect. Big My effect. goodness, yeah, it was absolutely crazy out there. All right, uh, give us a little music put us in the mood let's quickly get to some more picks out there uh tomorrow milwaukee atlanta um i gotta i'm just gonna continue game three even though it's in atlanta milwaukee's the four-point favorite i think the bucks have got dominance back i'm going milwaukee in this game and milwaukee wins the series in six what is the point spread in the game, Ari? Four. Milwaukee minus four. Yeah, I, I, I'm i with you. I like Milwaukee to win and cover. Let's not forget the Hawks, as great as that comeback was. First of all, the 76ers blew a couple massive leads. But on top of that, the Hawks lost two games in Atlanta. So I'm with you. Milwaukee's wins. Milwaukee covers. Milwaukee wins the series. I'll take the Suns in six. They'll finish it all. Uh, excuse me, the Suns in five. They'll finish it off next game in Phoenix. And then I'm going to take the Suns over Milwaukee. 
I am also with you, Suns in five. Not Suns in four, Suns in five. Right. I want to club you like that kid clubbed the other one. But uh, Suns in five, I I just think, look, the the Clips gave it their all. Tonight was the night. If you're going to get them, tonight was the night you had to do it. They didn't. Phoenix closes it out at home. I would probably take Phoenix over Milwaukee. I got to see these teams a couple more times before I make any final decisions on the finals. You're the college baseball expert, Vandy or Texas. Um, I guess Vandy is the big favorite in that one, I'm assuming. So I would say I picked Vandy over Texas before the tournament. I will say that your Vandy over Texas pick will be hard because Texas lost to Mississippi State tonight. So Vandy's playing Mississippi State in the championship. Uh, Mississippi- oh, okay. That up. <laughs> okay, Jeez. it's okay. All the all our fans in Starkville are, are furious, but I'll tell you this: Vandy is so lucky to be here. They could have lost the opener to your Arizona Wildcats. They did lose to NC State. They could have lost to NC State again yesterday. And so the fact that they've advanced, Mississippi State's the better team, and they win. Although I will say, Jack Lighters or Al Lighters' son Jack will pitch for Vanderbilt in the first game. Watch him; he's awesome. All right, uh, we got to thank the crew. Thanks to Roberto. Thanks to Bo producing the show. The Sager on the updates. Thanks to Torres. I'm back tomorrow with Chris Plank. But coming up next, it's Bernie Fratto straight out of Vegas. A must-listen to uh, Vegas Perspective next here on Fox Sports Radio. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.